Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live, and you're welcome to join us here. The number for you is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, it's Ian. Nobody. And Mark. Of course, you can bring up anything that you want to discuss. And uh, coming up, I know that nobody, you wanted to talk to Mark about his whole ZA thing that he's been promoting on the air, and uh, I don't think we had a chance to really discuss it uh, enough on Saturday night toward the end of the show, so that's on the way. Plus, uh, I did mention this story the last time I was on the air, and I don't think we got to it. The 80-year-old woman who was kicked out of a hospital for holding her husband's hand. Oh, God, this is such a tragic story. Wow. From cbc.ca, that's the government news source, quote-unquote news source in Canada. Kim Cravatin and her family have been navigating the changing COVID-19 restrictions at a New Brunswick long-term care homes and hospitals since the pandemic began. The Riverview woman understands the need to keep vulnerable populations safe, but believes there should be more compassion for people like her who, or and her father, who has uh, Alzheimer's and is living in a hospital as he waits for a nursing home bed. Quote, he can say a few words, but he really can't communicate, she said of her dad, Kendall Terrace. She said further, the only way that we can really communicate with him is through touch. It's through holding his hand, talking to him and hugging him. He still responds to a hug. He responds with hugs. He'll hug you back if you hug him. Terrace had been in a special care home, but his condition deteriorated quickly when visits were suspended early on in the pandemic, and he was transferred to the Moncton Hospital in July. This is documentable and uh, clearly observed among people with dementia. You mean where they slip away if they can't contact their loved ones? Much more quickly. Yeah, they're going to, in all likelihood, slip away no matter what. Mm -hmm. But it's their loved ones is the, uh, you know, the the thin floss that holds them to, Mm. uh, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever we call sanity, right? Mm. And it's, um, it's sad to think that somehow, uh, the government, you know, and all their they're listening to all these experts who have been proven wrong again and again and again. But why can, don't we say experts then? Why don't we just say morons? That's I think it's probably a better term. I don't know. Like, because that's the term that people want to identify them with. And I don't know what else to do is well, you're going to yeah. call them an expert. So well, they're not an expert if they don't know anything, though. They're they're just guessing. Right. And, and this is the thing is, is that imagine for a second. That you were a pandemicist or whatever the uh, term, an, uh, an epidemiologist or whatever. And your skin sp- doctor? <laughs> Pre- <laughs> presume you have to set up and, and and also you don't care about human freedom, right? Like you'll these two these two factors. Now okay, you're this is getting hard to I know, hard, hard I, I know to it play. Is. So um, you know, the government comes to you and says, How should we handle this disease? It doesn't matter what the disease is. The probably the single best way to not spread the disease is for people not to go around each other, right? But if they are going to go around each other, they should probably be wrapped in cellophane well, or something. I mean, if they don't go around each other at all, they'll die. So am I interested in keeping them alive or You're preventing an them from dying of this particular disease? You're an epidemiologist, not a behavioral scientist. Okay. So, because the easiest way to prevent anybody from dying of this disease 
is just to nuke the country off the face of the earth. Then everybody dies of something else before they have a chance to die of this disease. And I've got a perfect record. There you go. And that's kind of the, the problem is, is that you're asking people um, who will can only fail, right? You can right. only fail with your plan, whatever your plan might be, um, in setting up this system. Because, and, and you know, like ever, all the deaths, right? Like uh, mm-hmm. Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris mm-hmm. uh, said about Trump that he was responsible for two hundred thousand deaths. Right. Uh, she and Biden, and today, they're up to half a million now, so she must be responsible for three hundred thousand. I'm not sure when she's going to start taking responsibility for deaths in this well, country. I think we should give it to her if she's going to hand it out. She should take <laughs> it back. And indeed, it's a good question. Um, we, on what day does Joe Biden and therefore uh, Vice President Harris? On what day do they become responsible for the deaths in the United States? And which deaths mm-hmm. do they come, become responsible for? If a gang member shoots another gang member in uh, some urban place in the United States, are they responsible for that? Never. Or only if the Trump. gang member who uh, who gets shot has tested positive for COVID, because then he's going to be written up as a COVID death. Right. I mean, is, <laughs> is Trump responsible for everybody ate too many hamburgers and died of yes, obesity? Everyone who dies during Biden's administration, it will be Trump's fault because he didn't act soon enough. Enough. No, no, I think we should blame Biden for Biden's death. We blame Trump for his. No, but I'm just saying that that's what they're going to say. Yep. They're yeah. going to blame Trump because if Trump had only acted the way Joe Biden would have acted, see, then mm-hmm. everything would have been that's solved. That's the really well, great it's thing hard about- to say how Joe Biden would have acted because when Trump said he was going to cut off flights from China, Biden called him a racist, and then Biden got upset that he didn't cut off uh, chites, uh, flights from China. Now mm-hmm. Biden's got a plan not to let people from tra- travel to certain uh, from certain countries. So I guess he's a racist. Now. Oh, and, he's definitely a racist. Well, don't forget he is a racist, and he's got a weird thing about his leg hair too. Yes, he I does. don't get that. Biden, um, un, you know, immediately when Biden becomes president, the CDC changes the definition for um, what a case of COVID nineteen is. Yeah, so they, case huh. cases are falling dramatically right now. Oh, sure. If you start, if you turn down the the gain on the testing, that's what they you're did. Going to have fewer. Uh, fewer things. What I don't understand is, do they not know that this is transparent? Do they... I mean, there are some, there are like diehard Democrats who are like, who like are true believers that, you know, everything that Trump does is bad because Trump does it. And if Biden comes along and does exactly the same things, it'll be good because it's Biden doing it. Well, um, but there are some diehards. crackdowns. But the but outside of the media, there aren't that many of those people. I'm, they just happen to all work for TV stations for I'm some s- reason. I'm sorry, you're you're mistaken <laughs> on this one, um, Rich. I mean, you're giving far too much credit to the voting public. More people voted in this election than have ever voted in an election before, which means the numbers mm-hmm. of what we call uh, low information voters skyrocketed. If you mm-hmm. asked a low information voter why they chose not to vote for Donald Trump. Or why they chose to vote for Biden, their answer would be unsatisfying, right? And you, um, so I mean, those people are not going to go back and check their own work, okay? They're not going to be like, oh, I wonder if I was I voted correctly for the right reasons. They did something patriotic. In many cases, something they've never done before in their lives. They stopped racism in their in its tracks. 
because they got they stopped Orange Hitler or whatever this ridiculous nonsense is. Well, now they've got a guy who literally believes that blacks and Hispanics from both the inner city and the rural areas, so all of them, uh, cannot find their way out of a paper bag on the internet. They don't know how to go to a website. How can you get in a paper bag on the internet? It's an expression. Okay. The- he, was, he said basically <laughs> that they don't know how to use the internet. He said that. Yeah, I, I know he said it. Yeah. And um, but our- well, this is a man who's too senile not to molest children on camera. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you never know what he's going to say. He should actually be really entertaining. Yeah, I'd like to see how he does on the internet. <laughs> if you're going to write a check to a particular ethnicity throughout, um, you know, the last several decades, there haven't been a lot of calls from that ethnicity calling the people who are willing to write those checks. Um, or send send money that way, racists, right? Like, so long as you're willing to segregate people by race, and by doing that, give more money to the people of that particular race, it's unlikely that people who have a microphone will call you a racist. Well, the fly in that ointment is mostly Biden has been spending money on minorities by throwing them in prison. He wrote okay. Clinton's cl- crime bill. So, you know, not all spending is good spending, Agreed. even from mm-hmm. the point of view of the recipient. Agreed. I would be I would have been much happier if, you know, they'd given somebody a tax refund instead of throwing me in jail. Uh, interestingly, people in jail are uh, turning down the uh, vaccine, even though they live in tight quarters. They're turning down the vaccine because they don't trust. They're giving them a choice in many cases. Yeah. Wow. Um, they don't trust the government. What a surprise. Yeah. People in prison don't trust the government. Well, I've heard that uh, a lot of the people in the military aren't taking it either. Right. Well, oh, yeah. they, they like live in the government. The mil- third of the military. That's what I heard. Yeah. Yeah. Both of both of those groups live literally in government housing. Why in the world would they trust them? They see it every day. They know how incompetent these boobs are. 603-283-6160. We'll tell you more about the, uh, the old lady kicked out of the hospital for holding her husband's hand uh, on the way here. And you can share your thoughts with us. This is Free Talk Live. Talk Live. You're invited if you want to join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. We're talking about yet another horror story of people just trying to show appreciation, show affection, show love to their family members who might be in a horrible location like a uh, nursing home. You know, just try to make somebody's life a little bit better. Try to uh, help them remember the connections that they had if they're experiencing things like dementia or Alzheimer's. Uh, that's what they tried to do to a gentleman who is in a long-term care home in New Brunswick, according to cbc.ca. We're going to continue with that story coming up here in a moment. And also want to make sure you know that AnyPay 2.0 is here and crypto payments are now faster than ever. If you're using Edge Wallet, Handcash, Bitcoin.com's wallet, or Dash Wallet, your experience should be pretty smooth. But some wallets just aren't ready for this impressive new technology. They do need to hear from you. These other wallets that need an upgrade, they need to hear from their users that that's something you actually want. Uh, so if you're a Coinomi user, Exodus, RelayX, or Bread Wallet user, there's instructions over at anypayinc.com upgrade that will help you connect with the programmers of your favorite wallet so you can tell them you know that you like their wallet but that it should be able to make payments. Uh, and that's one thing that I think would make a big difference. And if you want to learn about that, go to anypayinc.com. That's anypayinc.com slash upgrade. 
Uh, with you in the studio tonight, you've got Ian. Nobody. And Mark. So we're talking about a lady uh, that tried to go visit her husband in a long-term care home. He was uh, put no, in No, this the- was a hospital. Thank you. Yes, that's well. He was in a long-term care home, but he had to go to the hospital, and then he's trying to get back. His condition deteriorated quickly when visits were suspended early on in the pandemic. He was then transferred to the Moncton Hospital uh, in the month of July. While the province was in the yellow phase of its pandemic recovery plan, they're still kind of yellow. They're scared to death up there, no doubt. And for much of the fall, Cravatton's 80-year-old mother and other family members were able to visit the hospital every day. She describes being able to see her dad as heart-lifting and said her parents would hold hands for hours. We could listen to music with him and just be really close to him, she said. Her father was moved to the fifth floor of the hospital after Christmas, and the family was surprised to find out rules for visitors had changed, even though the region remained in the so-called yellow phase. Quote, all of a sudden, we couldn't hold his hand. We had to sit in a chair with an X marked on the floor that was six feet away. Gotta be kidding. And we were kind of like, wow, you know, this is really different. Cravatton said her mother, Lonnie, was escorted out of the hospital by security after a nurse caught her reaching out to hold her husband's hand shortly after the move to the fifth floor. What are they afraid of? He's gonna die? He's dying anyway. I, I guess the theory would be that someone could infect him and then he would infect other people that were in the hospital or something like that that'd be my guess possible i mean they they don't have american governors to you know (laughs) force their their nursing homes to to take covid patients um but uh god it's i i just don't i just don't understand why it's so I mean, sick. If I lived the way they wanted me to live, I would have no desire to stay alive. I know. So why bother? I would also think that uh, people who are visiting a elderly man in the hospital are prop on a regular basis are probably taking a great deal of uh, ca- uh, cautionary steps in their own life because they don't want to make be- sure to not infect him with right. something. Yeah. And so the reward for those cautionary steps ought to be the ability to, um, you know. Touch your loved one. Yeah. The, uh, I mean, I, how many people in America? I don't think you should even have to ask for permission. I really uh, don't, I, 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 I really don't think that that's, a, that's an appropriate award. It's a basic human right. Yeah, it's very, I mean, they're, they're in a difficult position because um, in, in, you know, the, the government's taken over health care in Canada. Mm-hmm. So his health care is free, but um, it's <laughs> the only health care available. Basically, mm. oh Even yeah, if there we is used a- to have lots of people come across from Windsor to Michigan trying to get health care and pay cash. Sure, they couldn't get it in Canada, but they but live it was in- free when they got it. The stories about people live. who live in in Canada, New Brunswick specifically, and um, so I mean they're trying to navigate this difficulty, which is you know you're taking this uh, you know small group primate and you're you're throwing them in this giant. Uh, pre-planned system as though everything's going to go well and oh sorry you can't touch your loved one and their other options are what exactly taking back their um, loved one and caring for him at the home it's very difficult to take care of somebody who has uh, dementia Mm. Uh, I know I have a friend who's taking care of his dad right now and he's Mm. doing it for the whopping sum of his uh, his social security check and his pension Wow! so it's really awful and you know it's a it's a tough situation. Uh, basically, he gets out 
one, three times a week for jujitsu. She said most of the nurses in that unit were fantastic and very understanding, but there were a couple that were very into just following the rules, she said. And that's one of the things that this, you know, crackdown pandemic situation has really brought out in people. It's really brought out the little the little Nazis, the ones the who, nurse ratchet, the, yeah, the, the ones who never really had. I mean, but, but nurses at least have some control. They, they've always had some control. Have you seen one flew over the cuckoo's yeah. nest? That was yeah. nurse ratchet. Yes. Yeah. The, the ones that aspire to be um, homeowners association board members when in their retirement. Right. What I'm saying about the nurses, though, is nurses have always had some level of control over people's lives. Not so much the clerk at the you know the convenience store not so much the person who's standing behind the counter of wherever it is that you know you're going to go shopping now all of a sudden those people who might have always idolized the police or always you know wanted to be in a role where they get to tell somebody what to do now they got it buddy and they are ready to wield that power because they got the government backing them up my favorite was going to be so disappointed when I walk in. <laughs> I was down in Florida where, you know, um, pe- people aren't ent- entirely compliant on masks mm-hmm. uh, down in Florida. And uh, we were going through the ch- grocery checkout, checkout line in Publix. For those in the South, I'm sure you're very familiar. And a young lady, I'm going to guess in her mid-20s, perhaps on up to 30, somewhere in that uh, vicinity, um, was particularly vigilant about her employee yes her employee employee cashier and um you know she was like strangely talking to us about we're the last ones in line for Mm -hmm. here and make sure nobody else gets in and all that and i'm like don't worry i got you and of course somebody else got in line and i didn't notice him and she's like you know like it's terrible the terrible thing has happened see the light's not on it's not on Mm -hmm. you're staying can't stand there you're out and then the lady who was in front of me um hands her money over and she puts her hand past the um the plexiglass. The plexiglass she didn't slide it through the little hole in the plexiglass mm-hmm. down at the bottom where you're supposed to like it as though it's bulletproof glass or something yeah. she handed it around and the lady said uh, the the cashier said this is my space don't put your put your hands in my space this is my <laughs> space here and uh you know sort of indicated where the space yeah. was and what was hers and it was very odd to watch and the lady mm. said okay. okay you know and that was it uh, yeah. it was you know Whatever. I probably wouldn't tr- trouble myself to respond to that either. I, I don't know. Maybe I, just, I would because I can be a grumpy bastard. But well, Florida's um, full of uh, you know elderly people who have nothing better to do than uh, complain to the manager, and I'm just surprised that that person was able to get away with whatever they were able to get away with for presumably some time. Six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty is our number. Have you been in a situation like this where you've been prevented from actually contacting a loved one? Uh, This is pretty sick stuff, and I'm sure this is not an uncommon situation out there. 603-283-6160. It's just this one happened to make the news, and you can join us here on Free Talk Live. Looking for a great real estate investment? Consider New Hampshire, which is ground zero for the Liberty Movement. Your first call should be to Mark Warden from Porcupine Real Estate. He's more than just a real estate agent. He's your New Hampshire concierge. Where are the best places to live? Do you want farms, city, the burbs, or forest? Do you want a duplex or multifamily building so that renters pay your mortgage? There are homes in all price ranges in New Hampshire, and Mark can help with financing, too. Invest in Liberty and property. Mark Warden can help. PorcupineRealEstate.com it is free talk live and our number if you want to join us 603-283-6160 
How much more sick can the disconnection between human beings get? We were talking about a uh, 80-year-old woman who was escorted out of a hospital in Canada because she wanted to touch, hold hands with specifically her husband, who is elderly as well, and to the point where he's not really able to take care of himself, and he was transferred to the hospital after last year, was already in a special care home, but then his condition condition got worse quickly after visits were suspended at the special care home. So they moved him to the hospital because he's worse off. And at least in the hospital, they were able to visit him again. And and initially, for some number of months, were able to actually interact and touch and, and hug. And, and then some probably bureaucrat decided at some point in December to lock things no down. No more hand-holding. Yep. Uh, and they put an X on the floor where they sat a seat. And then you can sit in that seat and your loved one will be wheeled into the room and sat six feet away from you. Uh, according to the story here, we'll continue it here. See... I don't know. I'm thinking more and more that we just need not to live around people like that. You know, the, the cowards and the non-cowards need to need to separate. I agree. And the totally. cowardly people need to pick a place and go there and guide guard the borders very jealously and and just <laughs> leave the rest of us the hell alone. That thing is that would be really nice. Yeah. But the control freaks will not be happy controlling control freaks. They must control... No, no, no. they can control the cowards. They will not be happy. Oh, yeah, they're they only happy when they're controlling people who do not wish to be controlled. You think so? How else? That's, it's not control if people want to do what you want them to do. Run that by me again? Well, you could just come All up right. with random things for them to do. I have to deal with... Uh, I've had to deal with regularly my town uh, zoning and planning boards mm-hmm. um, in... Yeah, here in New Hampshire. And I have literally watched these people over and over again deal with some weeping person who simply wants to open a business. Sure. Or add some uh, addition on their house for a loved one or a whole variety of things. And they just say, no, no, well, no, Those aren't no. people who don't want to be controlled. Those, those are, are control freaks, right? No, no, no. But you were saying they want to control the people right. who don't want to be controlled. They sit there. And they're uh, content, if not happy. I don't know whether they're happy or not. They do not mm-hmm. smile uh, mercilessly and, <laughs> and rub their hands together as they do it. But one must presume. I could not sit there and tell somebody who's crying about um, opening a business, a sandwich shop, mm-hmm. and serving their fellow neighbors. Oh, sorry, you just can't do that. They go, they go through $15,000 worth of studies for these people who then say no again after all the hoops have been jumped through. I could not tell that person no. And I could not tell. I could not well, you sit there while they cry. That role anyway. That's because I'm not an a hole. Okay. Right. These people well. are a holes, and a <laughs> holes are not happy unless they can make people's lives miserable. That's the point so I'm trying to make. So you're saying they're doing this out of sadism? They are okay. Sadists. Hmm. They're sadists. Well, Fine. They can be sadistic to each other. They will sadists not be happy. Sadists do. Well, I don't care if they're happy. Sadists Making them happy is not my concern. Making victims. me happy is my concern. That's what I'm I telling you. I will not be happy as long as these... these they will not go quietly, Monsters are in my hair. But, but the they thing will, they don't have quietly. to go quietly. They can, make, they can make as much money as they want. I came into this world screaming like a banshee and covering somebody else's blood, and I don't <laughs> mind going out Look, the same way. Mark, the, the thing that you said, though, which I disagree with, is that the control freaks 
want to control the people who don't want to be controlled. Yes. And honestly, I don't think you're right about that. What you're looking at in the case of the people who are begging and applying, these are people who believe in the system. Okay, these are people who want to be obedient. They're going in and they're applying and they're begging for something. If they didn't want to be controlled, they'd just open the sandwich shop. They will. Uh, that's what they would do. No, they and wouldn't. That's there's what, no way to do that. That's Ian. what they would do. It's and not. A, he, there's ways to do that. Yeah, it's not you, a peaceable. You throw the door viable. open and you put the sign out and you let people know that you're open. That's what you do if you don't want to be controlled. Then you the don't control beg for permission. And you don't cry. I understand that. Okay. <laughs> But here's an example for you of how the control freaks do not want to control those who don't want to be controlled. I've got video footage to prove it, where I went in with Bonnie. We went down to uh, the city of Keene. They'd sent a $60 uh, collections notice. They'd sent a, a quote-unquote debt to a collections company. And the collections company sent a notice to the Shire Free Church saying, you owe the city of Keene $60. And um, I, I thought was, no, I, that's not true. We would have, it was supposedly based on a parking ticket that was unpaid. I'm like, if I ever got a parking ticket, I'd have challenged it. Yeah, you're taking a trial immediately. Right? Mm-hmm. right. And so I'm thinking, okay, well, something went wrong somewhere. Somebody didn't press a button to cancel a thing when I went to challenge the ticket. Either that or somebody took the ticket off my car and I you know, didn't know or the car I was driving. Possibility. In this case, the church's car. Um, so went in and got this on video. The lady admits that they don't want to deal with us. They don't mm. want to take us to court. They don't want to deal with fighting us. So they'd rather avoid it. And she was apologetic. She's like, I'll take care of it. Took care mm-hmm. of it. Boom. Done deal. That $60 quote unquote debt is gone. So there probably are some control freaks who really do get off on controlling those who don't wish to be controlled, but I think they just love to tell people what to do. It doesn't matter who they're telling what to do, and Mm. they do love compliance. They love it when people listen to them and do what they want, and the obedient do what they want. So I think there's a level of uh, noncompliance where it stops being fun for them. For the freaks? I think... I think we're past that. Uh, Short got uh, Officer Short got called out to uh, um, arrest uh, Capuzzo's ex ex wife um, because she was trying to get into a, uh, a homeless shelter and and she was failing and they called the police on her and uh, and there was an issue where where the uh, the person running the homeless shelter like kicked the, uh, kicked Capuzzo's ex-wife's wife's dog and uh and uh the uh and the other woman was like well i'll tell you what you don't press charges against my wife and i won't press charges against you because this is a service animal and they're federally protected and uh and uh there was there continued to be some debate about it, and and the cop was just like, you know, you should take that, you should take that deal because I will arrest you for kicking this dog, <laughs> and uh, and uh, Alicia was was still uh, still around the corner, and and her wife was like, well, if if you do enter up arresting me, I'm gonna go get nobody, and uh, <laughs> and and Short was like, yeah, that's trouble you don't want. Lady, you don't want to deal with this guy. Right. So I would agree that if you are sufficiently irascible, and by by all means, the two of you are, mm-hmm. um, that yes, the sadists want weaker victims, and this is exactly. But I don't why. think it works in every system. Like there Nothing's are perfect. There's instances where it may work, and I would think that it, it probably doesn't work 
even regularly. Um, it works the more of us there are. And the more of us there are who are who are, as you described, irascible. The more of us who are refuse to obey. The more of us who are not the cowards mm-hmm. that come together. And this comes back to what you were talking about, where these people need to separate. The people yeah. who love being told what to do, they want to double and triple mask themselves, single mask, whatever. They just feel so obedient. They feel like they're helping. Uh, they need to move to the same place, like Massachusetts or New York or some other statist hellhole. And then the people that love liberty need to get together in the same place. But the problem is, some of the people who love liberty also apparently love to be told what to do by doctors. So there's another mm-hmm. sort of schism going on uh, within the liberty movement. Well, I mean, you can you can care about liberty and be scared of anything, including your own shadow, if you want to. You yeah, know, there I, are... I want to do what doctors say. However, I want my doctors to reveal to me why they say things. Well, there's different uh, of opinions when it comes uh, to these there, doctors. There absolutely are. Yeah. And this is one of the things that I sort of wonder. Like, what exactly is the mask for? Because no one will... No one really will tell me. Like, what's it for? Is it just to get the spit when it flies, the little bits of spittle that fly out of my mouth? That's I what get they it. say. Well, that's one of the things they say when they say it. But most of the time, they're just like, wear the mask. It helps. Don't you want to help? You don't look like a helper if you're not wearing a mask. <laughs> 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. You can join us here on Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live. The number here is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, you've got Ian. Nobody. And Mark. Uh, of course, you can bring up whatever is on your mind. I do want to say thank you to Paza, who is a Free Talk Live silver amplifier. Paza helping us with the AMP program, which stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. It is a way for you to help Free Talk Live get on more radio stations around the country. And uh, that is uh, a good plan, and it only costs you 5 bucks a month. And you get some cool perks, you get some benefits for doing that. So thank you to Paza. You can join, uh, as he has done, over at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. Just a couple more points here from this story out of Canada with the elderly man in a hospital in Moncton. Uh, where his wife, who is 80 years old, she was kicked out, escorted out by security because she wanted to hold hands with her husband, which she'd been allowed to do previously, but then somebody somewhere changed a rule. And so the little Nazis in the hospital decided that they were going to enforce this rule on this lady. They- oh, Canada. Hmm? Oh, Canada. This could happen to... Uh, this could Canada's happen to you. getting evil. They used to be so cheerful up there. Well, remember it was the UK, I believe, where there was the video earlier in 2020 of the funeral home. Or was that Australia? Anyway, some British-speaking uh, place. Uh, <laughs> they uh, th- There was a funeral home where an old woman was sitting six feet away from what appeared to be like her son or something like that. Her, her husband son. had died. No, no, no. Her husband okay. had had died, okay. and her her sons were sitting, you know, six feet away from her in this funeral home. And they there's it's surveillance footage that 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 you would be seeing of this. And so one of them, and then the other one, moves their chairs over towards her because you know she's obviously upset. This sure, is, she's but, aggrieved. Yeah, I mean this is a tough time, and so they wanted to comfort their mother, and then some goon 
uh, from the security or the security squad or whatever at the funeral home comes over and tells them they have to move away from her, from their own mother in this funeral home. And so it's just the same level of crap here. Now it's in now it's in Canada. Uh, this lady's father was moved to the fifth floor of the hospital, and then all of a sudden the rules changed. All of a sudden we couldn't hold his hand, they said. We had to sit in a chair with an X marked on the floor that was six feet away. Uh, they said that I'm surprised they wouldn't I'd, even offer the opportunity to wear rubber gloves and hold hands. I'm not I'm not saying that I support that. I'm just surprised. That I don't they think it was about the touching. It was about getting close. Yeah. Right. Well, you I think we've gotten too ci- too civilized. I mean, mean, there was a time when when Americans were basically barbarians, and if you did that to somebody, they'd bitch smack you. And you know, it 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 kept people from doing stupid things like that nearly as much. Um, I think we need to bitch smack people more. They've been married for 60 years. It's very hard for my mother not to hold his hand, not to go up close to him, to touch him, especially since that's our only form of communication. So if you're just tuning in, this guy cannot speak at this point. And so, uh, yeah, he's pretty messed up. When the nurse asked her mother to return to her chair two meters away, she did. But Gravatin said two security guards were still called and escorted her out of the hospital. Quote, she's crying her eyes out because this is really embarrassing for her and she feels like she's done something wrong. She's now a criminal, is how she feels. She said a hospital employee who screens visitors saw what was happening and handed her mother a card suggesting she contact the patient advocate. One of the security guards apologized and told her mother, quote, I'm just doing my job. I don't. That's necessarily... what they said at Nuremberg too. That's what they did. That's what the Nazis said at Nuremberg. And I'm tar- so mm-hmm. sick of people in power using this particular excuse and it being accepted by people. Well, it, it happens to... if you don't hang people at Nuremberg once in a while. You gotta mm-hmm. hang them by the neck until dead, dead, dead once in a while. I, it hasn't I, I don't know what anything. else to say. I mean, it hasn't stopped anything. I mean, they cut, these cops say this stuff all the time. This is hospital security using the same line here. And he said that he was sorry, but he's doing his job. I just wonder to myself, um, I mean, especially in a place like Canada, if a hospital security guard said, I was unwilling to escort out an 80-year-old woman who is holding her, her already dying husband's hand, yeah. what do you want to do about it? Like, I mean, you know, this is the sort of place, I'm just imagining... That is hard to fire people. I, I, I don't know mm-hmm. about, you know, Canada seems more of a sort of status place to me mm-hmm. in many ways. It is free, higher on the freedom charts than the United States. but That's for well. economic freedom. Economic freedom. It is. Uh, Cato and um, Heritage Foundation say so. But we're not talking about economic freedom here. We're talking no. about so, social. I mean, you, you couldn't fire a cop for that. If a cop said... Well, I just was. I just decided I wasn't. I was using my discretion. Decided not to escort her out. Mm-hmm. Um, I can assure you, the cop would not be fired. That's right. So, would the security guard be fired? I tend to think not. Well, so even if he a- would, who cares? Have some balls. Yeah, go get another. Go job. Go find a job. Go find right. a job where you don't have to do that sort of thing. Right. I, if you I get blown they- up, if that story gets blown up in the news, because because if a security guard were fired for not taking an 80-year-old woman away from her elderly husband, mm-hmm. that could be the news story. Instead Better of, to go fund me. You'll probably right, make as I'm much saying. as you make in a year. That's what I'm saying. If, if he were to get, <laughs> get publicized for what he did, which would be doing the right thing in that mm-hmm. circumstance, he'd have no shortage of job offers or GoFundMes or whatever. I'm not sure. So think about this for a second. Um, the 
sort of it's it's the things that happen that GoFundMe's uh, the GoFundMe likes, not the things that don't happen. Mm. Plus, so, GoFundMe is also pretty status, so they probably take you down. The lady who uh, had been going every single day to be able to see her husband continued to go every single day to see her husband. Nothing really mm-hmm. markedly changed if the security guard did the right thing. However, I'm saying if he were fired for doing the right thing, I, that would be something changing. Yeah. That's what probably. the news would be. Yeah, probably. Instead of the news being 80-year-old woman separated from her husband, the news would be security guard fired because he wouldn't separate the 80-year-old woman from the husband. You better believe people are going to get behind that guy yeah. in uh, in that situation. Yeah, I'd probably. send him 50 bucks. There you go. Uh, 603-283-6160 is the number here. So they said, oh, you should talk to the patient advocate. That's what they tell her on the way out mm-hmm. the doors. Oh, this we know this is hard, but call the patient advocate. Well, according to the story here, they kept people kept telling her, quote, you're not the only one going through this situation. As though that's supposed to help. <laughs> well, it does help in that those are possible allies. Those are people that you can join up with. Yeah, but and- you don't know who they are. Find out. Uh, how do you do that? I look for crying people coming out the door <laughs> of the hospital. Um, you know, yeah. uh, when people say you're not the only one going through this, say, oh, really? Who else do you know that has had similar situations? I'd like to reach out to those people. A spokesperson for Horizon Health uh, did not answer specific questions from CBC about the case including the day the, uh, the the lady was escorted out. Quote, essentially, there are no visitors allowed during the orange phase, with few exceptions. Senior communications advisor Chris It's McDavid the orange said, man. That's what it is. Orange man bad. She said, uh, the minister of health, the minister of health, Dorothy Shepard said, it's a difficult situation for many families. Quote, we have all received many pleas to allow visitation, and we in no way want to bear this hardship on families, but the fact is that the risk is extremely high to open up visitation. Do they really know what the risk is? Because I don't think they do. I don't think there's any documentation, any studies. Look, there's a color here, sir. It's <laughs> orange. Right. We we got somebody whose whose butt is on the line if they allow freedom, so they didn't allow freedom. What a surprise. These will be conversations that will be ongoing. They will be assessed on an ongoing basis. And if changes can be made, we'll be the first to jump at it. But it's about managing the risk to our most vulnerable. Who's the most vulnerable here? I mean, this guy's dying. The old guy right? is going to die anyway. Yeah. Right. Right. Don't worry. They'll they'll assess this on an ongoing basis. And as that's ongoing, he and other men and women in this are ongoing uh, to, the, to are, their uh, yeah. you know ultimate destiny. Yeah, they're going to die. Gravatin is hopeful her father will be transferred to a nursing home soon and her mother will be able to visit him again. In the meantime, she whirls, worries like people like her dad are being uh, falling through the cracks. She says there's an exception made for palliative patients, which there should be. So I just think that there, maybe there needs to be a look at other possible exceptions as well. Sad story. Of course, he could go into uh, hospice if he wanted to, I guess. That's palliative care. Uh, oh, care only is what yeah. they call hospice care. Right. Uh, he doesn't He doesn't want to go into hospice because he doesn't want anything. Uh, right. He's unable to communicate that. So, um, you know, I mean, maybe the family mm-hmm. does need to look at hospice as a possibility. But and, mm-hmm. and the thing is, is that hospice, you have to sort of be declared that. And this mm-hmm. is one of the problems with handing over uh, medical care to the government entirely is they decide. They're going to decide who's um, deserving of hospice and who needs that care. That's right. And who doesn't. So they're going to maybe move him to a nursing home and maybe they'll get stuck. Maybe they won't. 
If you want to join us here, the number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. The king decides how the serfs are treated. The serfs don't decide how the serfs are treated. That's why you got to decapitate those kings sometimes. It helps. There's more coming up here. We've got time for you. If you want to join us, hour number two is on the way. You can take control of the airwaves here. This is Free Talk Live. Look, I'm sorry, but you're in for a world of pain if you use Coinomi. The reason is their wallet doesn't support payments. The solution is simple. Let them hear your voice. Message Coinomi on Twitter. It takes five seconds and tell them any pay sent you because they're on the fence right now. And your voice will prove that people care about using Bitcoin for payments. Go tweet at Coinomi now or even better, leave a review in the app store. They really pay attention there. Thanks. Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live, and the phones are open. If you want to take control of the airwaves, you can do that at 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. In the studio here tonight, you've got Ian. Nobody. And Mark. All right, so... You can, of course, bring up anything that you want. doesn't have to be COVID-related. In fact, I prefer it if it weren't. Please, though. Um, there's a lot of other things that we can talk about. And I know last night, Mark, you guys got into the ZA, which is uh, sp- Spanish for... Um, Let me try it. I, I this, is not a, this is not actually true. I don't have this memorized or anything. But it's basically... Uh, zona economica development education right like that that kind of thing so and basically means- it's an, it's an ele- um uh, you know an educational development zone and but it's probably defined in english best as a uh, special autonomous zone so we know what a special economic zone is right i don't know you don't. Okay. A special economic zone is a zone where the economic tax and regulatory rules of a given country change in a given space. Okay. okay. Um, so, for instance, uh, a, a very great example is Shenzhen, which is outside of Hong Kong. China saw how successful Hong Kong was, which is sort of a proto special economic zone. And mm-hmm. so they created their own special economic zone, Shenzhen, uh, which is just outside. And they had a great deal of success in that particular area. I've seen some amazing videos from amazing from pictures. there. Yeah, so beautiful, all those lights. Um, and around the world, they've seen this and they've copied it. Didn't you they, say there were like four thousand of these things? Yeah, that number's gone up. It's fifty two hundred. Okay, there's fifty two hundred special economic zones. Well, shouldn't we have freedom then? Couldn't L- we? Let's turn New Hampshire into a special economic zone. That sounds like a good idea. Um, I think you have uh, insightfully seen the difference a special economic zone only is beneficial when it has significantly freer and it's nearby a place where people want to trade so you need population and uh significantly more freedom for to to attract the business Mm -hmm. that would then go through so you can skim whatever it is off um in whatever way you know by offering services and this sort of thing and everybody prospers so if Every place was as free as Shenzhen or Hong Kong or, uh, you know, say Singapore, which is economically free but not, say, socially free. Then 
you wouldn't see the uh, benefit to a particular place. It would just sort of be a worldwide benefit. Um, and that benefit would be much more difficult to see for the average person because it would take longer and these sorts of things. Anyway, we can see that a special economic zone isn't particularly special anymore since there's 5,200. 5, okay. So what do you do? Well, you can, um, you know, it's hard to find, say, in the United States. It's unlikely to find a real special economic zone in the, in the United States. But they're the talking about doing one in Nevada, which you guys discussed last night. We'd actually talked about that, I think, a week prior here yep. on Free Talk Live. And that mm-hmm. is essentially a shot at making the new version of a company store. Um, yes. You know, peonism, as it was known, you know, back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested in watching well, that. It's a special it's a special pleading being done for one con- one company. It doesn't sound like No, it's not that. Um it is one not. it is one company that is spearheading it, but they are targeting tech companies, I guess specifically, so it won't be open to just anyone. Um, some would argue that the the situation was designed specially for this one company, that they're the only company that could actually make it make it happen, but I don't know if that's the case. Google or Facebook could mm, absolutely could open it. up a, a campus there, yeah. but you need $250 million in the bank Which they have. to show. They do. Yeah. We don't. Right. <laughs> right. So freedom is not available to us in Nevada. Um, I would say that, I don't even think it's going to be available to them either, but I know, would the say devil's going to be in the details. Indian uh, reservations are probably already have more freedom and can deal with uh, providing the average person more freedom mm-hmm. than any zone that uh, the government of Nevada is going to be able to create. So keep an eye on Indian mm-hmm. reservations would be my first uh, um, thought on that when it comes to the United States. Then when it comes to uh, freedom in the United States, so it's unlikely that they're going to make a real special economic zone in the United States where a lot of population and a lot of money is. So uh, we have to kind of look at what else can you do? Well, you can amp up the amount of freedom. Have we tried to do that here? Because Who's we? I think, um, well, I I think that would actually be a very interesting uh, um, way to attack the problem. And I think it is something we should oh, try to do in New Hampshire. If we is um, the government, then yes, they should do it. Yeah. But Well, um, no, we are not the government. No, we are not. And the government has yet to ask, to ring me up and say, hey, Mark, how should we handle uh, these problems of regulation and taxation that we have? Um, and it's unlikely that they will. Well, right. So, I mean, mm. why would the government want to do this in the United States? Yeah, the, there's no reason. They have no motive. The, right. Normally, the motive is economic development. Growth, right. Right. And they already are the most economically developed country. Mm-hmm. And New Hampshire has the highest median income, or at least it was uh, so it was said at one point. Um, I, you know, I've seen a chart, right? New Hampshire came out number one of median income of all Western countries. So it's beating mm-hmm. out Luxembourg mm-hmm. and th- places like that. It was staggering to see New Hampshire mm-hmm. at the t- uh, top of this chart. Hmm. I don't know so, that we're too rich, though. Can, you can't be too rich or too thin. Agreed. However, the... People lose motivation when they're sufficiently rich. Um, Everything's going fine. Well, luckily, many of us here are not sufficiently rich. Agreed. Um, But the bureaucrats (laughs) don't care about you. (laughs) It's true. No, they don't. They don't care about me. But uh, um, luckily, we do have a lot of people moving in who do care about this sort of thing. It would be interesting to see if there was a way to make something happen. Personally, I have abandoned the uh, idea that the Free State Project is going to be successful. I don't. I think that there are far too many 
reasons why it's not going to be. But um, you know, I'm and I'm yeah, happy I'd say to address. It's already been, exce- yeah. been successful. Agreed. I would say I would say that it is doomed. Um, and it has had some successes, whatever mm-hmm. that might be. But um, you know, New Hampshire's. Uh, fell to number two to Florida a couple you know a couple of years ago on the Cato's charts. How's that successful? Florida seriously? Florida is more successful. They're busy out down maybe there smelling bath salts. Successful at paying off the people who make charts. Or maybe I lived in Florida and but did you own property in Florida? Of, I did own property in Florida. Owning property a, is what made Florida um, beat New Hampshire, and I would agree that you have more control over your property. Yeah, where I uh, where my mother owns in Florida than um, I do where I have some you know a cabin here in New Hampshire. Yeah, but you well, it depends on where you are in town. New Hampshire. It sure does. Yeah, you picked a town with a bunch of Nazis that are uh, running the town. Whereas if you're in a place like Grafton, there's no zoning whatsoever. You can build whatever mm. the hell you want to build, and you're making some re- you make really unfair comparisons uh, between these two places. First, you claim oh Florida beat New Hampshire in this one chart. Well, on a couple different charts, they're neck and neck basically yeah. and further the free state project has just barely started you act like everything should be done by now and the reality is the move just finished the official mm-hmm. five-year move window for the free state project literally just closed in the month of february in 2021 so which doesn't mean it's time to stop and rest on our ro- no. laurels it means it's time to open another window right there's more people moving here there's thousands more pledged uh that are going to move here to new hampshire this thing's just getting started and we've already had dozens of people get elected to uh, to the state house here before the move had even finished i think so that's awesome you act like it's supposed to be over and it's just getting started i said i have abandoned hope i I didn't tell you you should have abandoned hope no but you're telling everyone else listening no that they should i think they should leave the uh, hold on hold on hold on then let me give my other reasons all right so i've said that new hampshire is already losing ground to florida and you don't like it but it's true right no, Florida, it's not. Uh, Even true. if okay, Florida fine. does become more free, that doesn't actually harm us. No, it's great. Um, but I mean, you I know. lived in Florida for 26 years. It is not a free place. Um, you can have more freedom in New Hampshire, apparently, if it is about as free as Florida. According to a study. Okay. Um, that study According was sufficient to another for study, you. New Hampshire is more free than Florida. That, that su- study was sufficient for you when New Hampshire was number one. Um, uh, I'm second telling thing you, I, we're just I, getting started. I'm trying now. to make one point. You can make it when we can continue here. The second thing I would say is you are doomed if you're going to go to another place and tell them how to live. 603-283-6160. This is the live free or die state, and the people here do not want to be told how to live, and most of them don't want to tell other people how to live either. In fact, we get along just fine with a lot of the natives here in New Hampshire. There's more on the way. If you want to join us here, 603-283-6160. This is Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live, and the number here if you want to join us, 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. If we get a chance, the, uh, what is it, Janet Yellen, I think is her name. She's the, the new Treasury Secretary, at least the nominee for Treasury Secretary. She is on the attack against Bitcoin. Uh, we can tell Ooh. you about that. Uh, of course, your calls and thoughts are welcome. But right now we are recapping, rehashing, uh, letting nobody into this conversation that uh, seems to come up inevitably whenever it is you return from your travels around the world. Mark, you've been going to various different places 
uh, and pitching this idea of the ZA, the Special well, Economic Zone. ZA is specifically uh, specific to Honduras. So they have okay. a constitutional law and legislation surrounding the creation of a special autonomous zone called a ZA mm-hmm. in Honduras. So a special autonomous zone is what I call these things, um, is, is a place where we can have an experiment in liberty and start building. And I don't want to disparage the Free State Project. Well, you just did. Well, I don't. <laughs> no, I didn't. I I said and it's fine I don't to disparage believe. the Free State Project, but n- to disparage the migration of liberty-minded people, whatever you want to mm. call that, I think is really sad. Well, I don't know what you mean when you say sad. Uh, what it's I sad. said, it's I, I said is is I don't believe. Like that's the quote. I don't. I have abandoned right. my belief that moving a bunch of libertarians to New Hampshire, whatever that number may be, and when we and we do not know what that number is because it's thousands. a bunch of lies. It's thousands. We don't need to know. We what did the not move. Is. We did not move and retain thousands of libertarians. In Actually, New I would say we have. Oh, we almost certainly did. I doubt that. Yeah. Because uh, we don't have any evi- people. There's no evidence there's a bunch surrounding of numbers who, who moved and told us told the Free State Project that they moved. Yep. And then there's a bunch and of people left. who some people left. Yep. And there's a bunch of people who moved and never told the Free State Project That's they moved. That's true too. And never signed mm-hmm. up for anything. In fact, a good chunk of our co-hosts are people like that. Aria, for instance, Captain Kickass. Neither of those two people signed up for the Free State Project at any point. And the fact I would is, love to see to, some numbers, but I don't know don't where think, to get them. You just don't think. See, I don't know how to do this. Numbers. Can I do this without calling your baby ugly? Is it's it not possible? My baby. It's not my baby. Is it possible? Is it possible not? I'm not to a argue member of the Free State. It. I'm not a member of the Free State Project. I resigned from it five years ago. Okay, so I just don't believe it anymore. Fine. You don't believe what you're saying is you don't believe. That a group of people with a similar mindset can come into a place and make that place different. Make that place Yes, better. they can make it different. Okay. I do not believe they can retain that, especially with the lack of a plan. There has, is no plan. Has Vermont the plan become is more or less liberal? More liberal. Has, uh, How many people move there? I don't know. I know. That's because nobody's done the research. Who? Somebody did. Uh, Jason Sorens did some research a long time ago mm-hmm. on migrations and how, like, the Mormons moved into yep. Utah. They made a huge impact uh-huh. uh, on that state. They had a lot of babies. How many babies are the libertarians having? How many babies it's do you have? It's not my business. I'm just saying. Yeah. It doesn't need to be transpl- uh, entirely transplanted people either. I mean, when I was operating a business here, I had um, I had a number of people that I was interacting with. They Those people were mostly, over time, became libertarian. Um, you know, there's the thing is, there's been there's been a lot of work to be done in in New Hampshire and sadly the 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 biggest failure that I think we've had is the failure to put capital and labor together and produce stuff which is oddly very odd when you consider that we're all capitalists and that's what capitalism is it's putting capital and labor in the same place well we're not necessarily producing stuff entrepreneurism is what you're hoping for and there's nothing in the free state project or the great uh, any any particular uh group of people that are moving here their credo that says we're entrepreneurs that's true and um i don't particularly want to have employees um Hmm. i would it wouldn't be very long in dealing with employees and all 
all their little problems that I'd be like, I, I, I want out of this. It would be, to me, a misery dealing with employees. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't want that. And that's not what I moved here for. Well, that's I why got people everything hire I professional moved managers. To. I got everything I moved here for. And I would like to, make, to point out that New Hampshire is the top of the list on places to live in the United States over and over again. If you don't consider the fact that ice falls from the sky for about four mm-hmm. or five months out of the year, um, and it, it's it's a right. really that's great why place it's the live. best place to get this movement started of people migrating for a better place. But you've just given up on the whole concept of a migration. I don't. I haven't given In up the, on the, inside the United States. No, what I have given up on is a specific type of migration to a place where you wish to retrofit the state. Let me address uh, Mormons and hippies for a second because you okay. brought them up. First off, the hippies had a philosophy that would not work. It, it was a it was a philosophy that that was would result only in more statism. That's what they it's got. Easy to grow statism. Okay, like it's it is the okay. nature of government to grow. Now the um, and the Mormons have a a religious philosophy, and you can't really compare politics and religion because of the zeal with which religious people feel about the things they feel. So um, let, let's address libertarianism versus hippieism or whatever that might be. Hippieism is statism of a sort. Um, in the no, hopes not depends at on which hippies. It's the belief that all. the government will work. Uh, back to the land, nah. we'll all work together, all this stuff. Libertarianism okay. will work. Back to the it's land and working together is not saying government is going to work. Well, you can definitely cooperate without having any government at all. The I think that many hippies would not have shied away from terms like socialism or um, mm-hmm. egalitarianism and a variety of things that we have that yeah. have been demonstrated well, by it, it libertarian there's, authors. There's, not there's basically there's two schools of thought among among hippies. You have the more deadhead rainbow family type hippies mm-hmm. and generally they're just like, yeah, we're going to do what we're going to do. Just stay the hell out of our way. Um, and that's the kind of hippie that I enjoy interacting with. There, there are other groups that that are more enthusiastic about trying to get everybody on the same page, and of course, that's an absurdity. You're never going to get everybody on the same page. So Whereas libertarianism is very likely to work if it is implemented properly, and mm. I believe. We have and we have had success in some level of implementation, and I think that we mm-hmm. will have success. I think we'll have success in longevity, prosperity, and happiness. And these are things that everyone, everybody who calls themselves a human being, looks forward to. Who's we? We human beings. Okay, I was just wondering who you say we'll have success in these things. The libertarians in New Hampshire will mm-hmm. have success in creating a more free place. And, and then you think it'll go away. Free place time, right? will um, result in longevity, happiness, and prosperity. Then people who are just across the border, just driving distance, they'll say, I want to have live longer, be happier, and uh, be more successful. I shall move to New Hampshire. And they will not be in any way indoctrinated into the philosophies that brought whatever it is about. Because there's no plan to do that. There's no way to do that. Because there's the constitution, plenty of ways to do the that. The constitution of New Hampshire will not change. Because it is nearly Actually, you can easily change the constitution easily, really yeah, simply, you, mate, perhaps yeah, it's simple, yeah, okay, um, and that's they what did needs it just to be a done. Few, few years ago, if they change the constitution of New Hampshire to be where a supermajority of legislators need to vote to get a given law passed, and a simple majority need to vote to get it unpassed, then you guys are on the path. That's a plan, but I haven't heard any other plan that would work. 603-283-6160 is the number here. That's 603-283-6160. So you think it can succeed, but then it will fail is what you're saying. We're coming up that's here. Not done. This is Free Talk Live. 
Do you feel like your nation, state, or community no longer holds your values? Have you dreamt of a place where people agree that liberty is important and are free to pursue their projects so long as they respect the property of others? There are many people just like you that are discovering FreePrivateCities.com. Their social media links are at the upper right of the page at FreePrivateCities.com. All skill levels will be needed when the first of the Free Private Cities opens. It's sooner than you think. Stop arguing and build. FreePrivateCities.com It's Free Talk Live, and the phones here are open for you. If you want to join in, the number 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. We're getting into the details on what exactly Mark believes about the future of the liberty migration movement. We're going to continue that discussion here in a moment, he uh, told me just a moment ago that he thinks it will succeed, but then it will fail unless a certain thing happens. Uh, and I want to have you recap that here in a moment, Mark. Sure. But uh, but also, I do want to invite our listeners to Bitcoin.com, because if you want to learn about cryptocurrency like Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash, then you can go there and click Get Started at the top of the page at Bitcoin.com. You'll find all kinds of information, uh, including a series of videos that uh, I would recommend at the very least you watch the first one. And that's like three minutes long. If you got time, check through the list of videos and see which ones interest you and watch those too. And then you'll have some of the basics down about cryptocurrency. And that's an important thing, especially now with Bitcoin down a little bit in price today. Might be a, might be a buying opportunity for some folks. Time for me to dress in sackcloth and ashes. All the way down to, uh, actually, it pinged as low as $45,000 for a quick moment and uh, is back up to around 53,000 53, from a, a high of 58, I think, yesterday or the day before. So it's, uh, it's definitely something you want to take a look at. If you haven't taken the time, go to Bitcoin.com and click Get Started there. If you're not new to Bitcoin, you want to learn uh, the latest news headlines, go to news.bitcoin.com. We'll get back into it here with uh, nobody, Ian and Mark, in the studio. First, we go to Matthew in Connecticut. Matthew, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, um, before I ask my thing... Uh uh, arc impression. This thing I've dedicated my entire life to is such a piece of crap. I don't know what's going on with your phone, man, but your phone's a piece of crap because we can barely understand you. Are you on a speakerphone or something? Is this better? Perhaps. Go ahead. Say what you were going to say. This thing I've dedicated my life to is a sucky piece of crap. That's the mark impression. Well, he hasn't dedicated his life to the New Hampshire freedom migration. He's he's going elsewhere. He's looking at other parts uh, of the world, and and I think that he's got a right to criticize. I mean, he's been in the midst of it. He certainly knows. You know, he's lived here for roughly fifteen years. If you don't count the the winter vacations uh, in Florida, we'll go ahead and count you all all fifteen there, Mark. Thank you. Uh, but uh, but at the same time, you haven't really been immersed in the liberty movement here in any meaningful sense in the last several years. You've been so focused. Focused on things going on outside of New Hampshire, you honestly don't know what's going on here, and that's my biggest critique of you. Is well, you I would think say that I know more than the average person, more than the average libertarian. In fact, as much as you, no, I do yeah. not. Yeah. However, yeah. that doesn't mean that your opinion is correct because you know more. It simply means, and remember, all I've said is 
I have abandoned my hopes that the Free State Project will be successful. And it, I had, but you did just it. say that it would succeed just a moment ago, and then you well, said that people you would, would have move in and ruin some it. level of success. Define success, then. What does succeed look like? What is the finish line for liberty in New Hampshire? Well, the first thing uh, for me is it's the whole state doesn't have to be that much freer for me to be a great deal freer. Excellent. And I, you know, I... That's absolutely true. I guess the difference is I'm willing to consider doing in New Hampshire the kind of things that... You're only willing to consider doing outside. You'll never of New get them. I swear to God, you'll never get them. You could um, like yeah, the, the religious freedom in New Hampshire is so little. You can't even open a monastery and have the kind of success that a monastery would have in another state. New Hampshire is a poor can choice. If you fight. Fight away. That's the thing. I'm not willing to do it. I'm not going to dedicate the remainder of my life, which is mm. 30, 40, perhaps even 50 years, to fighting bureaucrats. In order that I might be a little freer, when is all I have to do is leave and go elsewhere, which is what I did when I came here. Leave mm. and go elsewhere and find more freedom wherever it is. I, I'm not I'm not going to continue to fight them. I just don't want to do it. Mm. And if you want to fight them, this is an excellent place to do it. Come here and wage the liberty war against the bureaucrats. See, I think actually fighting less is a great idea. I agree. I would I would really like to what I would like to see um happen in new hampshire is some more circling of the libertarian wagons um you know i would like i'd like to see some libertarian communities grow up that are not the size of a state um and you can have a great deal of freedom in that kind of a situation unfortunately we haven't had um Let's say this: we uh, haven't we haven't had the people who have been willing to uh, to build it, that yeah. sort of thing, well, and hopefully, you two are two of the people who are not willing to do it. And I'll point this out: there are two places currently in New Hampshire that are a tipping point for liberty. One of them is Croydon, and the other one is Grafton. And neither of you mm-hmm. nor I live in any of those places. And it's because mm-hmm. we've become uh, chauvinistic about particular locations. We're like, I That's can't go true. there. Well, well, I'm, the- I'm not. I would be perfectly happy to uh, head out to Grafton. I'm actually strongly considering it. Okay, so Grafton um, is at a tipping point, And mm-hmm. they're very soon. Grafton's the best example. Very soon there will be enough libertarians there active in government to see um, mm-hmm. you know, people being sol- – all the selectmen. All of the uh, you know is that people. true? I had not heard that. They're yeah. that close. And the thing is, and you could uh, it could, that could really be improved a great deal. No, if we it started, can't. let me tell you why. Why? All of the towns in New Hampshire are chartered from the state, and as soon as the state, as soon as the libertarians get in charge of a particular place, they're going to say the first and primary problem is the schools. We've got to stop the schools, and what they'll do is they'll try to shut it down. And when they shut down the school, then the state comes in and says, we have a mandate from the Supreme Court that says that our Constitution that doesn't say that there's a mandate for public schools says that there's a mandate for public schools. And they will then destroy your charter for that city, for that town, that municipality. And then you will be back at square one to start all over again. If you still have the population that got you that power, then nothing significant has changed if they revoke the charter. Um, you'll just have to pay your property taxes to the next town that they um, what that they turn it into. 
That that is an interesting question. What if you can get a thousand people not to pay their property taxes? Exactly. But Ian what if Freeman you could get the, a the thousand people? What into if you could, drafting. but you can't? What find them yes, for me? You can. Ian couldn't find five. Well, it was early, Mark. I mean, we need. You more can't people. find them now. Well, people are afraid. Find three, and I'll do it with you. People are afraid. I'll buy a piece of We're property three. in Keene, New Hampshire. And I will in not Keene? pay property tax if you can find three more libertarians in Keene, New Hampshire, that will not pay their Why property tax. Why in Keene? Because that's where we are. Well, we could well, go anywhere. Keene is fine. Find me another place. I'm telling you this: if I have, if I bought a piece of property at a town that doesn't have a town, that isn't a town, what they call a township in uh, New Hampshire, and I bought it in the name of a church, I'd still have to pay property taxes to the county. Matthew's still on the unless, line here, guys. Hold on. Unless I, he fought and what? We still got Matthew on the line here. Did, did you have they a question, They already fought it once and Matthew? lost. Uh, didn't... Yeah, uh, I was just kind of joking a little bit before, Mark. Uh, you don't have to delude yourself into believing anything you don't, obviously. Uh, yeah, another question is, uh, what do you think is... Is, has been the Free State Project's biggest mistake thus far. Do you think it was it's in the name. maybe a cold location? Or? No, it's in the name. What they the wanted? Name? The name, yeah, state. You cannot have freedom and a state at the same time. Okay, so it's an oxymoron. You think mm-hmm. that's what's the failure of the Free State yes, Project? Yes, really? the failure the is attempting to go and te- go into a place that's the best with 1.4 million people and say, I'm hey, I'm from outside and I'm here to fix you stupid people in the dumb way that's you run things. That's not what happens. That's your attitude. That's, You're the one with the attitude of people are that's stupid. A lot of people's attitude about what free staters are like here. And it's fundamentally a diff, a very mm-hmm. difficult road to hoe. It's a very steep mountain yeah, to climb. Yeah, nothing worth doing is easy. Thank you, Matthew, Maybe for the call. If there is something that's worth doing that is easier than what you are doing, you should abandon what you are doing and do the easier thing. And what's that? I haven't found an easy, easier thing. Apparently, you won't listen. I've, I've seen you run around the world looking for the easiest thing. I'm doing thing. my very, very you best. You haven't found it. How, how long do I need? Do I get as long as I've lived in New Hampshire? Because I have a long way to go on that. Like I said, I got a big hard start here. I like I said, I'm interested in seeing what you come up with, but I'm still waiting for whatever that is. Uh, 603-283-6160, and I agree with nobody. We've got a great start here. It's more coming up. It's Free Talk Live. We got open phones, although right now they're busy. So if you call 603-283-6160, you're not going to get through. But you can connect with us on our chat server over at chat.freetalklive.com is where you get the instructions on how to join and how to call in through that server. And if you do that, you'll sound almost like you're sitting here in the studio with us tonight. It's Ian. Nobody. And Mark. Things are uh, heating up here in the studio as Mark is... uh, he seems to be of two mindsets. He thinks that uh, the, the whole migration of libertarians to New Hampshire has been a failure. But on this on their hand, he does say it could succeed. Uh, but I then think it'll it has fail if it fatal succeeds. flaws. I don't yeah. think I've used the term failure to describe the Free State Project. I, I, I think I, you have. Actually. It is the most <laughs> successful move here project to date when asked what the problem with it was the biggest problem i think uh you cited the name of it as the biggest i said that problem. the problem the problem is indicated in the name in so much as the free state project wishes to come to a place with 1.4 million people with presumably 20,000 although they'll never reach that number um and then say hey we're here to fix you nobody wants to hear that 
I, down in Florida, Most we don't even know the Free State Project exists. Actual bumper stickers that said um, that were addressed to Yankees. Mm-hmm. If you don't like the way we do things down here, take I ninety five north. Do you remember those bumper well, stickers? Well, we picked in? New Hampshire actually because we do like the way they do things here. In that we like the live free or die um, idea. Right. We like the idea of just leave us alone. Um, I you think know, New Hampshire. Was I think one there of have perhaps- been some tac- tactical errors. I think where there's been too much concentration on getting the government to change as opposed to uh finding ways to mostly avoid the government um and i think that that is eventually going to be a lot more successful my hope is that as crypto continues to grow that we're going to actually have people here who have the resources to make things happen yeah that's going to be a game changer that's that's what is not been happening yeah you're right there about has that nobody. not been capital because a lot of the people who moved here barely had two pennies to you know to rub together when they moved right. here but a lot of those people got into cryptocurrency early on and it's mm. going to be a game changer in the next five ten years um, not only because those people will become wealthier because of the likely rise of the price of various cryptocurrencies but also because They'll have put down more roots here. They'll have had kids here. They're, you know, they get to know their neighbors here. More to lose. I got to disagree with you, Mark. Uh, the the people in New Hampshire that are the natives that actually love freedom tend to really appreciate the fact that uh, that some free do are, are a coming lot here. Of them do. Yeah, but a they have a lot of them. But do. those people who appreciate that haven't been successful in keeping statists out of the state. Well, you have to understand, the statists that move here aren't as effective as an activist that moves here for liberty. But the, the statists, statists who work for the here, government are paid day in and day out, no an hour by hour, no to take as many freedoms. Easy, okay? I, I, and Those I got people that. exist everywhere. All right? so Agreed. Wherever it is you move, the statists Not are going to be in the government. Not true. You really? can move someplace. There are people in government that aren't statists we in another place? We were just talking about Honduras, which is put the together— The Hondurans aren't statists in the government? Ian— they have put together a program that's in their constitution. Mm-hmm. What right. constitutional success have the libertarians in New Hampshire had? There was a constitutional amendment recently what in was New it Hampshire about? to protect privacy. Constitutional carry. Hallelujah. The yeah. libertarians in Honduras decided, mm-hmm. they got together, the, 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 the smart guys, right? These uh, mm-hmm. academic types. They said, we're going to do one thing. We're going to infiltrate the government. And we're going to institute a special autonomous zone piece of uh, legislation. Great. And they mm-hmm. did it. Because they had a plan. Mm-hmm. And then, presumably, this will work. It may not. And I'd love to have 15 years down the line, like we have with the Free State Project, to be able to point out what yeah. works and what doesn't work well, you'll let so us that know. I could find out, so that I could critique that. Yeah, let us know, and we'll keep an eye on it, Mark. But for now, this is the movement of liberty-minded people who are concentrating in one area, and it's the one that's been the most successful. And to answer the earlier caller's question, I think I'd like to answer it, and you're welcome to as well, nobody. The biggest mistake the Free State Project meant, uh, made was not having the vote... Or they, the biggest mistake was they had the vote early. They had the vote, the vote at five thousand. So at, there were ten states that were under one point five million population, with Two, the exception there were 12 of Rhode Island and, and Hawaii. Hawaii. They were eliminated. Uh, they were, there were ten states, and there was a vote by the first five thousand members of the Free State Project on which state should be the destination state. Up until that vote happened. 
the sign-up rate was skyrocketing. There were a ton of new sign-ups, like hundreds every single week of people. Where there was a lot of buzz. There was a lot of excitement around it. And as mm. soon as the vote happened, the sign-up rate fell through the pavement. It just yeah, went down crashed. big time. And it took 15 more years, uh, basically, after that point, or 10-plus years after that point, to actually hit the 20,000 number. Had they said... We'll pick the state at 20,000 instead of 5,000. We probably would have hit 20,000 by like 2005 or 2004. That would have triggered the move, and then we would have been a decade ahead of the game. I, like I want to get his answer, no, well, though. I, I, yeah. I, I, I do want to get yeah. his answer, but I want to address what you said, too. Um, so let me, let me rebut on what you've got to say. Yes, I agree that there could have been a great deal of success. However, I think it's also an indication that people weren't taking it seriously. Once they picked a place where people would actually have to move, and it wasn't all about, I want to sign up to make sure that my state gets to be the super awesome libertarian state or whatever, right? Um, Then as soon as a place was picked and it became real, then people dropped off. Because maybe they were never going to move in the first Who place. Who cares? Okay. It would have gotten more people to move sooner. Go ahead, yeah. nobody. Well, I, I would say that the biggest um, mistake that we've, uh, we've made is not recognizing that we need, um, in order to have people move here, there needed to be opportunities. Not everybody is drowning in money, Mark. I know you are, but you're the only one. Um, and I so manage a fund, what, yes. So if we want people and we need allies, then what we, what we should have been doing, I think, is creating opportunities, creating ways, and not out of charity, but finding ways that we could turn a profit by creating work and also find finding ways to live to be less scattered about the state because when we're all in the same place when we're at pork fest what happens in a whole economy develops at pork fest when we're close together so we can trade with each other. And especially now that they're trying to shut us and people like us out of the mainstream economy, having something like a year-round pork fest, some place where you can go, you can make money doing something enough to survive, you can... Um, well, we're trade seeing the beginnings with other people doing this, and we are we're seeing we are that. There's seeing some market the days that are happening around um, the the state in different places on a regular basis. It's not making a living level yet, but it's it's yeah. a, it's the start of that. I want to bring uh, Vernon on the line here in Louisiana. You're on Free Talk Live. Good, Vernon. Vernon. Vernon going once. Vernon, I heard somebody there on the phone. Vernon? Vernon, check, check. Oh, he just dropped off the line. Let's try Dave. He's in New Hampshire. Know uh, what you mean, Vern. Dave Ridley from RidleyReport.com, uh, the one man here in this uh, conversation who's been here longer than all of us That's in true. the studio. Dave, I mean, you've been here a long time. I know you were calling for a different reason, but do you want to reflect on you know how things have been going? Are you still uh, you know optimistic about the future of this migration? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm still pretty optimistic. Uh, the uh, you know it, it's, it's funny. The, the reason that I was calling in is a reminder of why I'm optimistic. You know, I, I always have something to call about, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I was I was going to call to talk about a, a bill that a free stater has submitted in the New Hampshire House, uh, 
you know, how many how many libertarian movements in Texas or Wyoming or anywhere can call and say, hey, uh, you know, our libertarian state rep uh, proposed this is proposing this bill and and call and they can call about something like that. You know, dozens of times a year, uh, and it's always a, it's a different bill. You know, I mean, right. there's that many. There's, you know, I think we have what, what is it now? Thirty uh, free staters and a legislator and a full blown mover mover free staters who Are signed we counting the ones that have uh, turned in Confederate uh, turned into uh, you know opposing the free state project. I mean, I know those still exist. Well, if they oppose the organization, then it probably doesn't matter if they're not they really turn full li- if they're not libertarian anymore. I can or, think of one person who did that, and I don't count her. Not sure if the fax machine Two. just came on the line there. Dave, are you still with us? Yes. Okay, hang on if you don't mind, because Dave, you make a great point. And that is that there's always so much to talk about with liberty activism going on here. And I talked to a guy today in Honduras who's basically um, started a ZA and has all the freedoms that you guys would uh, put in. Uh, Great, let us know how it's going, man. Years. Let us know how it's I'll going. Bet he invested. Once, once you start getting people yes. that are you know moving there and something's actually happening. Uh, there's more coming up here. Hour number three is on the way. This is Free Talk Live. Bitcoin.com is the best source for learning about cryptocurrency. Go there now, click on Get Started at the top of the page. Once you do that, you'll find a cornucopia of information, neatly organized for your needs. If you're a knowledgeable crypto user, check out news.bitcoin.com where you can get the latest headlines. Bitcoin.com is your source for buying cryptocurrency, getting a wallet app, mining, trading, and all the latest cryptocurrency news, all on a slick and easy-to-use website. All put together by the best minds in the business to teach you about cryptocurrency. Bitcoin.com. Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live. Phones are open as always here at 603-283-6160, although they're loaded up with calls at the moment. Uh, 603-283-6160. So if you want to get through, you should call through our Matrix chat server. You can go to chat.freetalklive.com and get the instructions on how to connect to our chat server there. You do need to follow them precisely. But if you do, it should work out for you, and you'll get in there, and then you can uh, call us up. And you'll sound almost like you're sitting here with us tonight in the studio. It's Ian. Nobody. And Mark. And we're going to go back to your phone calls. We had Dave on the line in New Hampshire. Uh, He is back with us here. Dave Ridley from RidleyReport.com. You're a longtime liberty activist. You moved here in, I think, 2003 or 2004. You're one of the earliest movers. Uh, you initially moved to Keene, New Hampshire, and you've sort of been about the state here and there, and now you're down in a few towns south of us in uh, the town of Winchester. That's where your home base is at the moment, but uh, you're, a, you're a video activist. You go out there and you, uh, you do video reports from various different places, and you'd initially you'd called in tonight you wanted to talk about a particular piece of legislation that a free stater, which is a libertarian activist, usually in New Hampshire, uh, that ha- they they who is in the legislature. We've got like two dozen of them. I think more than that now. Actually, it's a record high here in New Hampshire. How many rated a a plus, even a minus, by the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance? Uh, more than more than I, th- I would think a couple dozen, but I'm not sure. I don't I have that okay. number. In fr- I don't have that number in front of me. You don't have a uh, but actual number? free staters that are in the state legislature is a, is over two dozen, I believe, right now. Uh, Dave, what was it you wanted to highlight? So it's uh, Leah Cushman. I think she's a free stater. Uh, she's in Ware and uh, Liberty yeah. Liberty Leaning Republican, who has sponsored a bill to uh, ban 
uh, or I guess he uses the word abolish, uh, municipal and school water fluorination. Hmm. Okay. That's now, good. this is one of those issues that's been debated for a long time, and it's not, it's not like something new that people have raised concerns about fluorination. They never seem to get anywhere. Uh, and sort of, it's you know, it's a bill that, to me, it's kind of hacking at the branches. I'd rather see something... You know, people get people won't people people might get a little bit excited about that, but they get really excited about a bill that that says something like every law passed, you know, after a certain date uh, must have an expiration, you know, ten years after it's passed. You know, make mm-hmm. all laws expire or something like that, uh, or secede from the union. Something yes. interesting, yes. right? I would rather see bills like that, but I'm glad she's you know she's hitting on a lot of. I agree with here, you, so. uh, Dave, and this is one of my critiques of the political activists here in New Hampshire is. Almost all of them are deathly afraid to put in principled legislation, to actually put in an end to the war on drugs, to actually put in an abolishment of, you know, the property tax or, you know, whatever it is we're talking about, some sort of serious proposal or, like you said, seceding from the United States. There have been bills to abolish the war on marijuana since I've moved to the state. They were many times put in by Democratic non-liberty activists. No, what you're talking about is legalization of marijuana, which, I mean, that does abolish the quote-unquote quote war in technical terms but it still creates a regulatory structure it's sure not it's not as good as uh, libertarians say, would want so the regulations that are say on tomatoes versus the regulations that are say on yeah. liquor but the um, point is what happens with these state reps is they they become politicized they play the political game and their their answer is always well i don't have the political capital uh to do that they probably don't luckily no, this lo- year no Dave, if you don't mind, luckily, there's a little bit of good news, at least in the area of secession. I have it. I'm not going to say his name, uh, but there is actually a free stater, a a libertarian activist, who's been elected as a Republican. It's his first time in office, so he didn't put any legislation in the first first run out but he's going to go i think he's going to do something this this the end of this year which would be for the 2022 uh term he is our nightcap state representative we actually had a party that we threw in uh, central square for 36 weeks in a row right after the governor so-called governor here uh told people to stay home we went out and uh, we threw parties in central square you came out to a bunch of them nobody oh yeah and one of the people that came out to those parties is now a state representative and he is so sick of this government. He is so sick of the the bureaucracy and the stupidity and the ignorance of these state representatives. He doesn't care about political capital, and he's willing to actually put something principled forward. At least that's what he's saying now. Hopefully he won't change his tune by the time August comes around. But there's a good chance we may see a secession bill coming up in 2022. I don't want to get your hopes up too much, but, but that's what it takes. It takes you, somebody who doesn't care if they get reelected. Do you think that it is uh, moral and right— to put in a bill for secession versus a bill to allow the people of the state to determine whether or not they wanted to secede. You have to. If you're going to put in a secession bill, it has to go to the people. It's going to have to be a what they call a CACR, which is a constitutional uh, resolution. Okay. It has to get passed by the state house and the state senate, presumably signed by the governor. Then it goes on to the ballot where it has to get a supermajority of uh, people in the state to vote for it. That's that's my understanding of okay, the, if you were going to take a legal path to secede from the United States, that's my understanding mm-hmm. of how it probably will be done, but I'm no by no means an expert. Yeah. And my guess is that the Biden administration is going to be a great incentive to people who, uh, if you'd asked them five years ago, mm-hmm. would have said, secede, you're crazy. Right. I think a lot of those people 
are going to, especially with AOC trying to put them in camps, uh, re-education camps, I think a lot of those people are going to be rethinking Yep, there's no better time to start talking about secession than right now. So, Dave, um, your other thoughts on this whole you know migration thing is: is the Free State Project a failure or is it a success? Well, I mean, I can't even name all of the Free Stater legislation that has passed, you know, and become law. I can't remember it all. That was the the Homeschooling Paperwork Reduction Act, 2006. Uh, That's a great piece. There was the yep. pardon. That's a great piece. Let me ask you this, Dave: uh, um, if Every piece of every bit of freedom that has been achieved by free staters since you moved here in New Hampshire, which is all of it. Um, I mean, you basically, you know, uh, one of the first um, was achieved with a stroke of a pen in Honduras with their special autonomous zone legislation by the end of this year. And more. Would you be willing to move immediately? Not immediately, and I wouldn't want to live in a jungle, and I wouldn't want to live in Honduras. Uh, Milo Vangelis used to say, basically, don't don't trust headlines, trust history. Mm. There's a history in Honduras of the way things are there, and it's awful. Uh, It's not awful in Costa Rica. It's pretty good. But Honduras has a long and ugly history. that I, you know, that's what's going to that's what's going to weigh on Honduras more than more than what's going on right now. Yeah, that's why I say to Mark, you know, I'm interested in in watching his ZA thing and and curious to see how it goes. I, I'm definitely interested. I I, I want to keep my you mind. You sure open. they didn't say zapatas? I don't know what that is. Okay. Shoes, shoes. Uh, no, well, it 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 does mean shoes, but it's also a uh, socialist political movement in Mexico. Yeah. So um. I like I said, I'm interested in seeing all of these things develop, but so far it hasn't really developed. So you know, keep us in the loop, Mark, on that as it develops. But speaking of political successes, uh, you remember Jason Osborne? Yes, I do. He yeah, was he a, was a longtime sponsor on this show. In fact, what's what we would call an angel sponsor. He was advertising with us when he knew the thing he was advertising probably was never going to get a single uh, response. They from did get one big one. Okay, um, that's good but, to know. You know, but uh, but I, he supported us because of the principles. principle. He angel. supported He's us because angel. you know we are libertarians. That guy has been playing the political game in Concord and is now the speaker. Oh, no, not the speaker. He's the House Majority Leader. So awesome in Concord. I mean, that's that's an amazing success story to say that, you know, you've got a friend of yours who was a longtime sponsor on this show who is actually in a very influential position with the, the Republican Party. I mean, these guys have been playing the game, and whether you like it or not, it's an ugly game. I mean, I wouldn't want to play tough. it. I mean, it's just awful what they've had to go through. But obviously he's willing to do it, and they've gotten that level of success. That's going to lead to good things. It's not how, you know, mm-hmm. Rome wasn't built in a day, and it sure as hell isn't going to be taken down in one So either. you hope the ZAs are successful. You hope that everything I'm looking into is successful and that freedom Well, I know that everything's increases. not going to be successful. Uh, indeed. And but maybe I will, will tell you this. I hope, against all information that I have, uh, like the, you know, what I've come to, I hope New Hampshire is successful. All I said was, and I want to make it clear, I have abandoned the belief. Sure, because you don't know what's going on here. Thank you, Dave, for your call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. Uh, 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. This is Free Talk Live. Thank you. 
This is Free Talk Live, and you can join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Joining you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. Uh, Unfortunately, nobody had to step away for some other responsibilities. Uh, He's busy programming Cell 411, which is back. Uh, it, it had gone away temp, uh, temporarily, at least on the uh, uh, the Android side of things, and there is now a version out uh, that was released, I think, a week or two ago. So if you've been waiting to... Get, I didn't see an update come through my store. Do I have to... Yeah, check it. Okay. Just pull it up and uh, and take a look, because it fixed the uh, what we would call the showstopper bug of not actually showing you notifications when somebody sends you a... a you know, an emergency notice, which is kind of the whole point of... Yeah, I haven't seen a uh, notification in a very long time. Yeah, so you need to get the uh, the update there. Now, there's still some things that need to get fixed with it, and we're, uh, we're working on that. In fact, one of the next steps is to actually open source cell 411. That is what's coming uh, hopefully next. And, you know, as far as timetables, I don't know when that's going to be, but because <laughs> it took six months uh, to get to this point. But that's because nobody did not, you know, didn't know the program. He'd never done Android programming before, so he had a lot... Uh, a lot to learn. We got some great Indian programmers who are helping us out. The original guys that uh, that made the program, and uh, we're moving forward. The Shire Free Church purchased uh, Cell Four One One from its creator, Virgil Vaduva, who's a great liberty activist, but had come to a point in his life where he just wasn't able to handle it anymore. So we're working on it, and we're going to make it better. And so appreciate your support on that. Go check out uh, Cell Four One One. You can go to getcell411.com. You can click and download for either Android. Or your Apple device. So we go back to your calls and thoughts here. Vernon is on the line in Louisiana. We had you and then we lost you. Vernon, are you there? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. You're on the Um, air. So previously, a few years ago, Free Talk Live severed the relationship with the Free State Project because I think they had hit a certain number of, of people joining. And they wanted to continue to recruit after that point. And it was like, we're done. They're they're They have no integrity. Uh, they're, you know, I don't no, know why they are, you know, continuing to recruit, even though we that's raised the number. Uh, could you remind me of that story? And no, no, no none of what you uh, said is accurate. Well, I would. The relationship. I would say that uh, there's some some veracity to what he's saying. I, we didn't sever relationships because of it, but I would say that the Free State Project should stop counting at 20,000, um, should have stopped counting at 20,000 because, well, why would they continue ca- counting? The whole purpose of the Free State Project was to recruit 20,000 movers, and to recruit more movers shows that they already know that 20,000 isn't going to move. Of course and, they know that. Yeah. Only about 10% moved. If that. Maybe a little bit more. Than uh, than ten percent. No, no, not if that. At least ten percent move. Probably okay. you can say the term ten moved, to fifteen percent. But if somebody leaves, the are they still a mover? Yes, they did move. Okay, then if they're not, but they're not here. Yes, they they're are not. Uh, in some state. of them are not here, and also a lot of people did move who never joined the Free State Project. And we uh-huh. have no idea how many of those people uh, there are. But what you said, Vernon, was not accurate at all. Um, uh, we did not sever ties with the Free State Project over any kind of. Uh, frustration with any failure of the Free State Project to reach whatever goals or whatever. Um, I still support the goals of the Free State Project, and that is to migrate liberty-minded people here to New Hampshire. There was an issue in 2016 where the Free State Project wanted to sever their relationship with us, 
uh, specifically because somebody named Dennis Goddard, who used to be a Free Talk Live fan, turned against us. An amplifier. Uh, yep, used to be a supporter. He turned against us and uh, created a petition to have me removed from the Free State Project events. That petition got about 100 or 200 signatures or something like that. Not really sure if all those signatures belong to people in the Free uh, no, State Project. No, it didn't get 200 signatures. It got like 40 well, whatever it was, I thought it was like 100 or whatever, but uh, it could have been anybody who signed it. So we don't even know if they were actual free staters who signed it. So just could have been one person who created uh, 40 accounts could have been just basically weeks after we received a lifetime achievement award for communicating the ideas of the free state. Project. Yeah, I would say days after we yeah. re- really received our lifetime achievement award, we got kicked out of the free state. It not kicked out, but uh, Ian was banned from the from attending both por- of their the Porcupine Freedom Festival and the Liberty Forum. as was free talk live as was lrn.fm lrn was not banned no it was not okay uh but but the show was was essentially banned and so as a result of that i did resign from the free state project but i don't hold a grudge do you think they uh, removed you from the numbers I don't. I don't know. Um, I don't. I don't hold a grudge, and I've never been mad about it. And you know, since then, I we've repaired relationships. And uh, we were at the Porcupine Freedom Festival not only last year, but the year prior to that as well. We broadcast from uh, the Porcupine Freedom Festival in the year 2020, and we will likely still be there uh, coming up here in 2021. So you know, everything's okay. Oh, and uh, re- people really hate Dennis okay. Goddard now. Great. Th- thank you. That was it. Thank you for uh, clarifying that for me. I apologize about the misunderstanding. Thank you. Yeah, no problem, Vernon. Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate it. Uh, and then Dennis Goddard uh, lost his mind this year over this last year over the whole COVID uh, situation and started calling people who wouldn't wear a mask manslaughterers and said that he had the right to shoot anybody who wasn't wearing a mask that uh, came too close to him. He further threatened to photograph and or out everybody who was attending the uh, porcupine freedom day that or the porcupine day event that happened a couple of weeks ago bonnie and i went and attended this event uh and there were about a hundred i counted 82 at one time so there was a maximum of 100 people that could attend uh this event at a uh, theater chain here in new hampshire it's one of those theater chains where you can sit down and you, you eat dinner while you're watching a movie and they had multiple speakers, and I recorded video of the speakers. So if you want to see what those speech, uh, speeches had to say or what those speakers had to say, you can go to the Freekeen YouTube channel or the Freekeen Library channel, and all of those uh, speeches, well, all except for one, somebody specifically did not want to be uh, put online, uh, but all except for one uh, speech are up there, including Free State Project Executive Director Vince Perfetto, who I'm a big fan of, by the way. I don't know if, Mark, did you know that Vince was now uh, the Free State Project Executive Director? Oh, that's wonderful. You didn't know that, did you? I didn't, and okay. I don't care. I mean, I, I understand again, you don't care. I have de- I yeah. have determined that you're, this is you're not done. I got my you. way to go. I'm just pointing out that you don't pay any attention to what actually goes on here. So I understand. Vince Ian- Perfetto, the guy who created the movie 101 Reasons Liberty Lives in New Hampshire. Now, he didn't create the list. The list was created back in like 2003 or 2002 uh, to try to convince people to move here. But he made an amazing movie about that list in the year 2014. And he is now... Uh, the executive director of the Free State Project, and I think he's a great choice uh, for that particular job. In fact, he's responsible for completing the twenty thousand. I used to believe that the Free State Project should shut down when it reached its its goal, when it reached you know when the five year move window happened. I thought that they should close it down, and you know what? I I was convinced differently. 
sitting there watching those speeches and seeing what Vince had to say about the tremendous successes uh, that the Free State Project has had in, in the year 2020. It's biggest year for movers, a huge year for growth of their you know social medias and email lists. And there's a huge level of interest right now in you know from liberty-minded people in moving to New Hampshire. Finally, the government has become tyrannical enough to finally motivate more liberty-minded people to come here. So I'm all in favor of the Free State Project continuing and continuing to sign people up and continuing to uh, to encourage them to move because until you get your Z-Egg going down there in Honduras, there ain't no better option. Now maybe Saipan's going to be something too and you know I'm keeping my eyes on that as well. More coming up here. This is. is Free Talk Live. How many movers so far, Mark? Five. Okay. Six. Carl Watner, longtime proponent of a voluntary society, died last December. You may have seen his articles published on his website, voluntarius.com, in his newsletter, The Voluntarist, The Mises Institute, or elsewhere over the last 40 years. His newest book, I Must Speak Out, Volume 2, The Best of the Voluntarist, is now available via Liberty Under Attack Publications. This 430-page second volume spans the years of 2000 through 2020 and includes articles by Carl Watner, Hans Hermann Hoppe, Carl Hess, Benjamin Tucker, George H. Smith, Lysander Spooner, Pete Ayer, Joyce Brand, and many others. I Must Speak Out is for the newly initiated, the veteran voluntarist, or anywhere in between. Buy the book now at libertyunderattack.com slash voluntarist. For more great content on building a voluntary society and for Carl's extensive archives, check out voluntarist.com. It is Free Talk Live. The number here for you is 603-283-6160. It's Ian and Mark here. We've been talking about liberty migrations. Mark's got something going on down in Honduras. And also, of course, the Saipan Crypto Frontier. Their website was down recently, Mark. Did you know that? No. I'll have to check it and see if they got it back up. Uh, but the idea of moving crypto people to the, uh, the Mariana Islands, the U.S. Mariana Islands. You went down there for a couple year or a couple months last year, about this time of the, of the year, right? Yeah, I broadcast uh, Free Talk Live um, as as many as twice uh, weekly, uh, two days in a row, mm-hmm. and uh, it was pretty darn awesome. I gotta say, the reason that I chose to leave was in. Uh, was COVID based, COVID based, right? Mm-hmm. So in part, my mom is just turned 80. And so she's definitely in the danger zone. And I want to kind of keep an eye on her. Mm-hmm. And secondly, I didn't like what the governor, the way the governor was acting there. And I still don't like um, some, some of their COVID restrictions that they've got going on. Uh, as I understand it, if you go right now and you're a resident, as I am, mm-hmm. you have to spend. You got the license. To prove it. Yeah, I got a driver's license there, um, you know, and I'll register to vote, did vote, and all oh, these really? things. Um, that you must be incarcerated in a five-star hotel that has uh, been turned into a, uh, a prison you know, concentration camp mm-hmm. um, with no yard time Oof. for five days. 24-hour lockdown. Correct. Wow. For five days. Now, I'm curious. Now, they call it a voluntary uh, lockdown. That doesn't sound voluntary. Well, you could um, alternatively, you can go to jail for 14 days for their mm. quarantine there. So you decide if that's voluntary. That's voluntary <laughs> as far as the government is concerned. I see. Now, it's very likely unconstitutional, but, um, you know, 
expect to be Pastrana non grata if you decide to fight this. Um, and you know that's one of the things that the state does, right? They make they, they make it so it's uncomfortable to to fight them. I'm curious as to you know when that's going to stop. It's probably not going to stop until the federal government stops giving them money. But you know maybe somebody will fight it. Uh, you know they got a few things there, a few things there that um, definitely could be fixed with some lawsuits or referendums, and they have in place some really great opportunities to make it a even better place as far as freedom goes but um, yeah did you ever ask uh jason sorens from the free state project why he didn't consider the mariana islands or any other u.s territory um it was basically too complicated um you know they don't have so in part um that was his answer was it too complicated i talked to i talked to him and they just didn't have enough information huh then and the reason I believe that to be true, I had had plenty of time to think about that conversation. Mm. The reason I believe that to be true, I attempted to pay him to include all of the uh, you know territories in that. Pay him? Yeah. Well, why not? Academics get paid. Hold on. I- include the territories in what? Jason Sorens is uh, one of the authors of Freedom in the Fifty States. Oh, the study. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That'd be interesting. And I'm curious about Freedom in the Fifty. Uh, po- in the geo- United States. geopolitical designations yeah. called um, in part of the United States. And How many are there? Not, not there's not fifty. There's there's the District of Columbia, right? So it's fifty one. Uh, uh, Virgin Islands and uh, Puerto Rico. Okay, those are separate, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, there, Virgin. In in many cases, these are very small places that we could have had far more of an effect. Puerto than, Rico's pretty big. In many cases. Yeah. Um, Saipan very small. So that's uh, the CNMI, the Commonwealth of the Northern Mariana right. Islands, or what I like to call the U.S. Marianas, in okay. order to make the distinction. There's Guam, right, and American Samoa. Mm-hmm. And if I'm missing, what about Federated Micronesia? Is that one of them? That is a. It is not a territory. It is a protectorate uh-huh. or some other distinction that is lower. I see. Um, as is like the Marshall Islands mm-hmm. um, and Palau, I think, which is one of the Federated States of Micronesia. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, there's you know. There's these little places yeah. which don't want to put money into a military, and why should they? So they just sort of contract with the United States to do some level of protection. So they, you tried to, to pay him to include those, and he right. wouldn't do it because it's too difficult to get information, well, he to wouldn't get take statistics? Money, he wouldn't take money from somebody that he couldn't deliver on because he's right. a moral individual. Right. I, um, I'm not angry. But he's I, saying he can't deliver because it's too difficult to get like information out right. of these so, places, um, right? So like, I'd like to defend him, if I may, in this. Yeah. And let's talk about addresses in um, the U.S. Marianas. Mm-hmm. So the U.S. Marianas has been trying to implement street addresses since the 1980s. <laughs> now, it's on the law. The law is on the books yeah. that they have street addresses. Uh-huh. <laughs> so if you look at it as an academic, you say, Street ex- addresses exist, and there are a few street Some. addresses. Okay. However, <laughs> the vast majority of people, they have to give directions. They have to give like landmark-based directions. Mm-hmm. Imagine trying to get the fire department to come to your house, mind you. Mm. Um, so does GPS like not work there? They drop pins. Uh-huh. The, literally, that's how they do it. Is is that if you want somebody to come to a place that you meet, you drop yeah. a, you learn to drop pins in Google, and then you text that. Mm-hmm. to uh, somebody via you know uh, SMS whatever. or whatever. Uh-huh. And that's how you get people to go to wow. a, this, this place or that place. And you know sometimes you can look it up on uh, Google 
Maps, but sometimes you can't. Google See, Maps now, thinks it's um, thinks every day things delineated in kilometers See, there, which you're of course persuasive it's not. on the Saipan thing because you actually spent some time there, and that's why I say when this Honduras thing is rolling, and you know, well, you I'm going to be going say, to Honduras I next month, <laughs> dropping in for a week or two. I mean, that's one thing. Living there for several months is a whole other thing. Now, you only lived there for like two months, I think, in Saipan last year, right? Um, you and I've leaving. also made well here the fierce amount of honesty that i have around the cnmi the saipan or, mm-hmm. or uh, u.s marianas let's, yeah. let's use u.s marianas i think it's the best distinction there's a okay it all saipan basically means, sounds cooler though saipan sounds fun but it's only one island yeah and in fact the other two islands are freer but mm. you won't enjoy the same amount of uh advantages so for yeah. instance if you go to saipan in the u.s marianas you will enjoy uh well They've got a McDonald's. They've got a Pizza Hut. They've got a Bubblegum Shrimp Company. They've got a Hard Rock Cafe. They've got you know all the coffee shops yeah. that you could have. Pretty much everything you enjoy. It's a city. Everything I enjoyed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, not everything that everybody enjoys, but everything yeah. that I enjoyed. But they don't have a Walmart. They don't, but they do have a knockoff version of a Costco. <laughs> they have a movie theater where you yeah. can go like see Is six it still different. Open? Well, hell, I don't know. Okay. I left before. Well, that's the other thing is like you left and then, you know, you. So- I can find out in any answer to yeah. any question you need. All you have to do is go to the tele. Anybody who has Telegram, search CNMI. That mm-hmm. stands for the Commonwealth of the Northern Mariana Islands. Yeah. Search CNMI and then it'll have like crypto behind it or something like that. Yeah. You can yeah. ask to join that group and then you can chat with people who currently live there. Yeah. I uh, think there's more than. former co hosts, Vin Armani and Alex. Uh, they, right. Alex I, is the founder of the project. I said that there were five movers. I'm going to uh, adjust that to a few less than, t- like maybe one or two less than 10. Okay. So maybe n- eight or nine movers. Yeah. But I will. Ad- that you know of. But, well, I know. There might be more. I. No. No. Okay. It's unlikely. Well, they're not track, but they're not tracking like the Free State Project. There's well, not like at, a count. When, when you're talking at less, fewer than a dozen people, the yeah. chances are good that somebody's going to try to reach out, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I know that um, – uh, shoot, what is – why is his name escaping me? The guy who wrote Complete Liberty. Wes oh, Bertrand. Wes Bertrand. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Wes Bertrand is, is currently living in my house. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> you know? That's cool. So, I mean – So know, he must be liking it because he's been there for more than half a year now, He right? will make the – he will make a far more cogent argument mm-hmm. than I will um, for the people who are highly principled libertarians. Yeah. I mean, he really is into it for a whole variety of mm-hmm. reasons. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like the Free State Project because so many Free Staters are all about the political system. Yeah. You have almost no op- – you have no opportunity to become a politician by moving to the CIA. Because you basically have to be an islander to win an election, right? Agreed. But now, uh, is there a lot of racism towards uh, outsiders there? No. Um, it, well, I mean, not overt. I mean, mm-hmm. they don't say, um, you know, I get mean, out of here, honky. If Howley know, is can, used, it's okay. used in a um, usually used in an endearing fashion. They don't have a particular problem. Howley with, means an American, right? Howley would be a, white a foreigner, American? foreigner okay. um, of any sort. I see. And remember, most of the population is not native. Mm-hmm. Most of the population is either Filipino right. or Chinese and can't vote. Yeah, that's interesting. So, um, and I, you did vote? You voted for like governor or whatever down there? I don't know if governor was on the list. Okay, but I did vote for everything else. See, that, that's what I'm saying. You've got some experience there, which makes you more persuasive on that particular topic. But on the other hand, you left, so it doesn't make it look like you really want to be there. I'd leave New so, Hampshire right now if Free Talk Live left. Six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. You can join us here. Uh, this is Free Talk Live. Yeah! 
It's Free Talk Live. Moments remain here. Enough time for you. If you want to join us, the number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Also, don't forget we have a social media site that we've launched. And Mark, you got the numbers wrong last night. Uh, you had said it was a thousand people that have signed up. I said almost. Two hundred and fifteen or whatever is not almost a right. thousand. I thought it was. Uh, I did get the numbers wrong in yeah. so much as I was like, I said seven or eight hundred dollars. I should on a hundred people. Should I just? I should just say um, almost a thousand. So the thousand number, there is a thousand number, and that's the statuses, the number of posts that people have made. Actually, okay. actually twelve hundred and, and change right now. Okay. Uh, there's over two hundred and thirty people. How many that of those posts up? are from us? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I mean, we post a few times a night, so some amount. Um, and I, I like it. I think it's a great uh, platform. You go to social.freetalklive.com. You get off the big tech platforms. You know, don't wait for them to ban you. You, 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 know, you know that's a possibility. There's a good chance that that's going to happen. I just had a video taken down from the Freekeen YouTube uh, just the other night. And, Is it because uh, you're not woke? Uh, it's because it was promoting the White Rose, which is anti-COVID crackdown, you know, counter-propaganda, basically. And they said, well, if you don't it agree with It should have been the, the Rose of Color. If you don't agree with the, uh, with the World Health Organization and the government, then we take down your content, is what YouTube said. So, you know, don't wait until the takedown happens to you. Start building. Like what you were saying, Mark, build the other thing. Build the thing. Don't argue about yes. the thing. Build the thing. And that's something that we agree on uh, is build the thing. So that's what we're doing. We're building that thing. It's a place where you can go. You don't have to be a libertarian to post there. Please nope. just sign up. Social.freetalklive.com. We, we want people to interact. And part of the interaction is disagreement. I mean, you know, I would recommend you not use, uh, you know, the logical fallacies with which to argue with people and perhaps you'll learn something but do whatever the hell you want it's a social media platform and one that is far less regulated indeed uh in fact there hasn't been any kind of regulation whatsoever i mean eventually if somebody's like if all the trumpsters went there we it would be highly successful and um they would not get banned over normal stuff i wouldn't be too happy but yeah i wouldn't ban them over over being a trump trump person if, well, if trump signed up i would they'd ban be a hell of that. a lot happier than um people who went to parlor no doubt check it out at social.freetalklive.com and in real life if you want to check out this migration of people coming to new hampshire now, i don't know if there's something similar in saipan yet i know that there was talk about it last year but i don't know if it actually materialized due to covid but there is a, a camping festival that happens here in New Hampshire. There's actually two of them. There's the Porcupine Freedom Festival and there's Fork Fest. Uh, Fork Fest is the decentralized camping festival that happens here. Libertarians, voluntarists, anarchists, people that love the ideas of freedom, they're going to be coming to the same campground at Rogers Campground. You can get your RV site, your campsite, or your motel room, but you better get it soon. I can tell you the top tip-top site that we had last year, we don't get it this year because I waited too long. I, I, it's four months out and it's I waited too long so you ought to go to Rogers Campground get in touch with them you can go to ForkFest.Party to learn more about the event mark your calendar for June 28th through July 4th and get to find out what it's like to be around other liberty minded people a large number of them for some amount of time it's a lot of fun camping isn't really even a thing in the US Marianas what do you mean there's well, no campground no what would I mean you know why would you do that I don't know some people like it's to camp 13 miles by four miles or something some people just like to pitch a tent and you know be outside that's now why you people can't they do camp 
on uh, Pagan, which is another island out there, but you have to pay a great deal of money to get there to get on a boat to travel from Saipan mm-hmm. to Pagan. Hmm. And then once you're there, there are simply no amenities. Right. There are That's free, real camping. Free, there's free beef and free pork, though, presuming it doesn't kill you. <laughs> so, Rogers Campground, there are plenty of amenities. There's bathrooms. No there's free a, beef and no free pork, though. No, it's true. And there is a, certainly not deadly free beef and deadly free pork. So, they have, they've got bathrooms. They've got running water. Uh, they've got <laughs> campfires. they got bathrooms in Pagan, too. I do understand. As I understand it, there are two. Uh, there is one working flush toilet on Pagan. Wow. Okay. Uh, but I don't know if there's any party going on there in the Crypto Frontier quite yet. But their website is back up if you want to check them out. You can go to uh, CryptoFrontier.org. I think that's an interesting project. I, I hope that it's successful, and I definitely want to keep an eye on that as well. Let's go to Andrew. He's calling from Tennessee. Andrew, you're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead. Yeah. I've, uh, well, this one I've been bouncing off what I want to talk about. But um, uh, I guess what I want to talk about is just uh, you know, like, uh, where people want to go when they, uh, you know, want to leave places, um, I, I got to tell you, Andrew, they, your phone is pretty janky. I heard this the question about, you know, where people want to go when they want to leave places. If you can spit the question out succinctly, we'll try to answer it for you. Go ahead. If there's a question. Uh-oh. And that might have been... Hey, the, can you hear me now? Just yeah, heard you. go ahead. Spit out whatever you're going to say as quickly as you can. Okay, so I, my my concern was um, with people like feeling comfortable with where they are with liberty, and my problem is like I think when if you feel if you really want to feel like you're a free person, at some point you're gonna have to feel, feel a little bit uncomfortable. Uh, freedom is not based around your comfort. I agree. Yeah, freedom. Freedom is freedom is the willingness to let that weird guy that you know be free. And that is not comfortable, as evidenced by a guy who uh, has been on the air here on Free Talk Live, walking out naked out of his uh, trailer and firing a gun six times um, into, you know, in a relatively populated area. Um, Did he hurt anybody? No, he did not. Thank goodness. And he appears to be fine. But, you know. He was very recently on Free Talk Live. There was no harm done, and... One has to ask exactly what this looks like. I think communities need rules, and therefore I'm willing to say that communities need government. I am not willing to say, however, that that government must be a top-down, hierarchical uh, state that we inherit that we simply cannot change. And I think that's the difference. A state is an organization that claims you body and land. Thank you, Andrew. I wish we uh, had a better connection with you tonight, but I appreciate the call. Feel free to call another night. Uh, the number here is 603-283-6160. And it's, it's a shame that people have to be uncomfortable in order to want to change things in life. But that's just the reality of you know the human condition. If you're comfortable, most people don't want to Well, some people are comfortable something. with more government. This is why we have homeowners associations. Mm-hmm. Now, homeowners association is a... It is a private form of governance. However, yeah. the distinction is from, say, a special autonomous zone is, is that you can't create more freedom. So you can't open a homeowners association where in whatever town you're in and nullify the laws of the town, the state, the county, or the, the U.S. federal government. 
all you can do is add more on. And some people want that. Some people want every house to be beige. Some people want um, only the American flag to fly out on flagpoles. Mm. Some people want um, all commercial vehicles to not be in driveways. And they must be Those in- people, please don't move to New Hampshire. Just stay right where you are. If you're in New Hampshire, go ahead and leave. Uh, there are places like Massachusetts and Vermont. That if you want warmer weather, you. I recommend Longboat Key. <laughs> All right, let's go Siesta. to uh, David in New Mexico. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, David. Yeah, I'm a little bit puzzled by your criteria that you're looking for. Oh, and first, let me say one thing I don't I haven't heard anybody mention is the the flight from Honduras and back and forth to the states is jet lag free as compared to when you go east west. Yeah, so that mm-hmm. would be and it's also, point. It's central it's also time a zone. relatively short flight from Miami. Um, yep. Right, That's true. So, That's yeah. true. It's a three-hour hop to uh, Roatan, which is the uh, the island off Honduras. It's three-hour hop. To, what is it to Saipan from just the west coast? Well, I can tell you that uh, right now it's it's more difficult than it has been. Mm-hmm. It was fifteen hours for me from uh, Boston to Hong Kong, and an additional three hours from Hong Kong. I mm-hmm. stayed in Hong Kong for some um some mini amount of days yeah. to cover the uh the, the protests right right fat lot of good that did i tried to i tried people in hong kong mm-hmm. I, I love you um so, so anyway you, david go ahead like i said i was puzzled by your criteria because because i it seems like you're overlooking some some various things and i hear you discuss so what are your prime criteria for selecting where you want to be are you asking mark or ian any of any of you. I want to be in the place that has the best chance at being free. Or already is one of the most free and has a good chance at becoming more free. I would say okay, that... Okay, but what... what I, I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead. We got one minute, so I want to answer the question. Um, I yep. want a place that can be economically free. And by economically free, I mean that you can start a business, that you are relatively free of regulation, relatively free of taxation. You will not be free of taxation, ladies and gentlemen. It is not possible. Uh, it hasn't existed in human history, and it's just not going to. Uh, but you know, you have the ability to sort of do what you want from an, uh, an economic standpoint, so long as you don't harm other people. Because if you want to uh, have prostitutes and you know smoke weed and gamble, I mean, Vegas is there. New Hampshire is want to answer further your question, David, because I heard what you were asking. Uh, New Hampshire is the number one most economically free place in North America. I believe it's the Heritage Foundation that uh, that found that. So it's a great starting point, and we've got the largest migration of liberty-loving people from anywhere on the planet that are coming here and have come here and are still coming here. And there's no better better chance than uh, than New Hampshire, in my opinion. Now maybe Saipan will be better deal. We'll see. I've got my eyes on that one. We'll see you tomorrow night. Welcome to another exciting adventure of Jonathan Gullible. As you may recall, we last left Jonathan Gullible on a remote Pacific island after his boat was blown far off course by a terrific storm. While Jonathan was wandering along a road on the edge of a town, he came across a man who was standing in the yard of a house that was being torn down. The man looked very angry. Jonathan inquired, Who owns this house? That's a very good question. I used to think that I owned this house, but now I know different. What do you mean? To own something means you control it. But no one controls their property. The Council of Lords tells you what you may build, how you may build, when you may build, and what you may use it for. I never really owned my house. I merely leased it from the Council of Lords as long as I could pay the property tax. I see they are tearing down your house. Didn't you pay the property taxes? Oh, I paid all right. But even still, they're taking my house because they say that my plan for the house doesn't fit into the Council's plan. What's a Council plan? A council plan is a political plan that belongs to anyone with political power. 
If I spend my life pursuing political power, then I can use the council to force my plan on other people. So they just took your house? Didn't they give you anything for it? They gave me what they said it was worth to them. But it's like robbery if they can make an offer that I'm not allowed to refuse. But isn't a council plan necessary in order to have wise development? Look around you. The land is filled with outrageous council plans. If it's truly a wise plan, then it wouldn't have to be forced on people. So ends another bizarre episode in the life of Jonathan Gullible. Build freedom with laughter. Join the community. Access free media clips and more. Or get your free PDF copy of the book. Go to jonathangullible.com now. jonathangullible.com We'd like to invite you to visit freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com This is a Corona Crisis Self-Reliance Alert. If you're worried about the power grid in the current crisis and want to generate your own supply of off-the-grid electrical power just in case, pay close attention. Here's why. A limited supply of solar backup generators will be available again in the next two weeks. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving electrical backup power when you get off the grid. And unlike gas generators, these solar generators run quietly, emit no fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Dangerous weather, social unrest, or overloaded grids this summer will not be a problem if you go to MySolarBackup.com and get your solar backup generator. We regret that supplies are limited and only available on a first-come, first-served basis. Check availability at MySolarBackup.com. Never suffer painful power outages again. Go to MySolarBackup.com. That's MySolarBackup.com.